welcome to the special presentation where we spotlight a podcast from the Love Thy Nerd community. Today's spotlight is on Geek Nation, the original Geek podcast. They got Max Moser on to talk about football, Star Wars, Power Rangers. I mean, it's jocks and geeks coming together, man. What could be better? Check it out. One, two, one, two. I go by the name of DJ Wedding. You're now listening to the original Jeek Podcast. Let's go. Ready to make an entrance. So backward. What up, Jeeks? My name is Rockin' Mr. Magic, and he is... Unique DNA. And this is the original Jeek Podcast. Unique DNA, my man, what's up? What is up, bro? What's going on? How's everything going? I feel like we talked about this earlier in the pre-show, but I feel like we haven't talked in, like, weeks. (laughs) Well, it's been... uh, See, today's Tuesday. Um, So it's been one week. One week. One week. But it feels like five. (laughs) (laughs) That's because we got so much going on. It feels like five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to make it feel even more cozy up in here, we have a wonderful guest with us on this episode. So to get it started, we want to welcome Max Moser of the Infinity Bros Podcast. Max, welcome. Dude, guys, thanks for having me on, man. It's so much fun to be here. And I don't think a podcast has hit more close to my heart than Jeek Nation podcast. This is the podcast to to be on. Jocks, gigs, let's go. Come on, come on. This is our, oh, this is amazing. We got music and everything. I love it. I love it. I I, I, I have no reason to be there. We're not worthy. Thank you for having me. Super grateful to be here. <laughs> well, look, look back. After four years, we better be good at something that we're doing here. Uh, I know. I know. I mean, I, I'm sure we passed the 10,000 hour mark at this point. <laughs> Facts, like yeah, that. Like, come on, let, 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 let's that let expertise start rolling in now. Like we <laughs> be, we be getting at it. So, Jinx, to start this show, uh, we're going to do a short little Q&A with our friend here, Max. Uh, But before we do that, we're going to let Max tell you all how you can find him and his content on the interwebs. Yeah, you can follow me at MaxMosher73 or check us out, uh, the Infinity Bros Podcast. Uh, uh, So, our Twitter page is like a disaster in regards to names. It's (laughs) underscore, it's it's the underscore infinity underscore bros. It's the worst because apparently there's like 50 (laughs) other people who have to have that name. So if you just Google us, look for the uh, the nice uh, thumbs up from the yellow Thanos gauntlet. You'll see nice. us. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, you can check us our, our content out there. But uh, I, if you're looking to get more into the realm of football, which we might talk into, you can follow me as well. None of my friends know anything about football. I'm kidding. I love them. They know a lot about football. <laughs> but they'll be devastated to hear me say that on another podcast and throw them under the bus. So, yeah, that's where you can find me. 
Awesome. Uh, well, Jeeks, if your uh, if your Google search fails because you find fifteen other Infinity Bros, yes, we will provide a link in the description <laughs> directly to Max's Twitter and the Infinity that. Bros Twitter. That way, you don't have to we spend that covered. time. We got it covered. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, let let's start there. So let's start with you know, with your jock side. Uh, you mentioned football. Tell us your football your football love story. Dude, so football for me has been like a story of just being in the right place at the right time every single time. So it's gotta be nice. Long long story short with that's, this is this is this is a weird story, okay? In my friends are eye rolling when they're listening to this, but for those that don't know me, my dad's in the army, uh still still in the army right now. So we moved every two to three years. So football wasn't really an option in regards to consistency. Mm. Um until I got to my junior year of high school, got to play on a really special team, ended up Basically starting my football career with two state championships right out the gate, playing with wow. some pretty impressive players, nice. guys that went on to, you know, some SEC schools and other that. So um, I was below average at best, uh, but happened to be in a very great situation, ended up getting some some opportunities to play at the next level, busted my knee, came up to Minnesota at a smaller school called Crown, which is where I met my friends that are on the Infinity Bros podcast. We actually played football together, all my friends, except for one of us, Jarrett. Um, but he went to school with us. And uh, so, again, same opportunities, just was lucky to be there. And uh, I actually get to coach now at the school I do my uh, youth ministry work with uh, through Young Life um, at Prior Lake High School, which is a 6A program here in Minnesota. Pretty mm. prestigious. Uh, every week we're playing the best teams in the state. Um, and so I get to be part of those conversations. And, I mean, these are very high-level intellect coaches. And so uh, get to be in the room for those conversations and uh, get to engage. I'm, I'm a ninth grade head coach, so I'm not, you know, making any decisions if anybody hates or loves varsity. Um, but uh, but I've just been blessed. I mean, that's just my story. So really passionate about it. Love it. Uh, super excited to chat football with you guys today. But um, yeah, football has just kind of been enmeshed in, in my story for the longest time. It's kind of been a consistency point as you hear the ups and downs and flows of my life. But um, yes. Yeah, super blessed, super lucky, and uh, right place, right time. That's my story. So that's awesome. about it. So when, I feel like your football story is like a pure flicks, right? Yeah, I, I think I, I think we've seen. All right, hey, we're gonna write that down. We're gonna make sure we pitch that to pure yeah. flicks. Either pure flicks yeah. or either pure flicks or Hallmark, right? Like it's just perfect. It's got right, one of those stories right all over it. It can't work for Hallmark because he's not a pretty blonde or a redhead. That's fair. And, That's and fair. Christian, yeah, too yeah. Christian for it. It just won't work. It yeah, just that, that won't work. work. You're right. Yeah. I'm just. And it's I not have a face time. radio. It is. It is yeah, on a yeah, Christmas yeah. story. So yeah, we, we, yeah. that can't happen. <laughs> pure flicks is the way to go. Yeah, definitely right. pure flicks. Right. <laughs> awesome. Um, so when you played, what position did you play? So I played right tackle um, pretty much the whole time. In college, I switched back and forth just because of depth purposes. Um, really like offensive line. Got to play a little defensive line, but I'd say my my spot is offensive line. I'm not as agile and athletic as some of the defensive linemen I've played with in my life. Uh, those guys are incredible. But I can be sturdy and put my foot in the ground and play patty cake. So there we go. That's about all I've got in regards to athleticism. So, yeah. Okay. That's about all I can bring to the table. You sound like our, one of our friends, um, Big Country. He he's like that too. He's like, I'm not athletic at all, but 
You can't move me either. Exactly. <laughs> it's perfect. Yes, Big Country. Perfect name. Perfect name. I would take that. If somebody said, we want to call you Big Country, I'd be like, where do we sign up? Yeah, I have that nickname. That sounds perfect. You don't mess with that guy. You never mess with Big Country. I've never met Big Country, but you don't mess with Big Country. Nah. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> no we, 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 were, uh, we were skilled position players. We were, we were flashy pretty boy players. I was going to ask, what did you guys play then? That was, the, that was literally my next question. <laughs> so I played. Um, I was a little bit all over the place. I played uh, uh, DN. Uh, that was in like freshman year when you know I was tall, okay. and faster than everybody, yep. but not necessarily didn't have to be big. Okay. Um, and then uh, switched to quarterback, and so I played quarterback and a little bit of a receiver. Oh my gosh, you were ever, you were everywhere. That's literally yeah. the gambit. That's every level. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, well, I, I was the epitome of the Swiss Army knife. Um, so a little bit about my, a little bit more about my football background. I have a very high football pedigree Okay. Got, um, on both sides of my family. So, um, to put it in context for you, I am preparing a podcast with my uncle John who won a championship in the USFL and played several years in the NFL. Okay. That's on his, um, that's on his side. My cousin Robbie went to, had a full ride to Bowling Green. Wow. Like we've got fun. D1 players pretty much except for me because I quit. Um, and then on my mom's side, we've got uh, – we only have a Hall of Famer. So wow. football – Only a Hall of Famer. Only a Hall of only. Famer. So football is in my pedigree, okay? Excuse um, me. <laughs> I played literally every position but Love it. quarterback. Okay. Um, so what was craziest was uh, in eighth grade, I was revolving from – Defensive end, um, right guard, and when the starting tailback was out, then I was the backup tailback. Um, I was the slot receiver on certain packages. Oh my gosh! Um, and then on defense, I was like I said, um, I was on defense. I was D end or D tackle. They just switch me everywhere, um, but they would also pull me back into middle linebacker and. Um, I could play safety because I was faster than all of them. And then I was also the number two kick returner. And I was the backup punter. How does somebody go I from did, a right guard? I go kick return, too. Okay. I forgot about that. How, how does somebody go from right guard to halfback? Like, I, I'm trying I was, to process okay, well, that he, transition. He, 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 I mean, I, the honest answer, unfortunately, is I was, live, I was the only black kid in a racist town and they didn't want me to be the star. Roger that. Okay. Um, I was taller, stronger, faster than every okay. single player that was there. That makes um, a lot more sense. I, that makes a lot more they sense. They did not want me to be the star. Uh, <laughs> like they And like my teammates got mad because I worked harder than they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like our, our early jog, I, I would not let them beat me any, in anything. Uh, so on that yeah, position, was, you kind of you were kind of forced to do it that way, right? I mean, like, uh, yeah, I didn't have yeah. much. I didn't have much of a choice, and Dude. they would not. They would not let me play quarterback. Clearly, that's insane. That's um, and they should have because there was nobody on any of those fields except for when we played some all black team from Virginia that could that had anywhere close to my speed because I was a multi sport athlete. I ran track, right. basketball, football, so I had more speed and I knew how to run compared to most of them. And I mm-hmm. and I was actually sometimes faster in pads, which is crazy. But <laughs> I, I, there were games I saved because of my speed. Right. They, we get we we would have lost on a flea flicker, except for I chased a dude down like Ben Watson. Right. Right. Know, right, right on right. Chan Bailey style, like I DK Metcalf this last weekend. Yeah. Did you see DK yeah, run yeah. that guy run Buda yeah, Baker exactly. again? That was insane, dude. It was crazy. That was, that was wild. 
so they I, they they put me everywhere, um, but in the positions to to get shine. Yeah. Um, but then in high school, I pretty much rotated between safety, um, nickel corner, uh, and linebacker. A couple oh times gosh. I went to DN because I had the strength. But by that time, I wasn't the biggest um, and tallest anymore. Now I'm middle of the pack height wise. Yeah. But because of my skills and also elite coaching because my dad coached me my dad coached my uncle all the way to the nfl so i i knew a lot more of the game so i was able to move around so so easily and they would hide me in packages because the other team didn't know what was going on because they didn't know what position i was really that's i I was just gonna say that i was like game planning for you guys is a nightmare (laughs) game planning for you is a nightmare personnel wise there's no you don't know what they're gonna come out in ever yeah, yeah. Oh, so man, so that, that actually was my coach. Definitely used that to his advantage. He was always like, uh, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna run you on a you know receiver one this time." And I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and then he's like, "Just run a fly," because I was fast. I was actually um, yeah. He was a track star too. Year. Yeah, I was like I, my junior year. I came out second in the state. Okay, um, for track. So I was fast, <laughs> and like 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 Matt said, like I I was faster than most people because I knew how to run because I ran track. So they would just like they were like, listen, just run out on the fly, and you know look back and the ball will be there. <laughs> you know it was like perfect because they knew I could outrun pretty much any D back out there. Too easy. Um, yeah. So they would do that, and then like you know halfway through the game, they're like, all right, we're putting you in a QB. Okay, we're gonna put you in a DN, and people were like, "What are you doing? <laughs> like, you're all over the place." But they would put me in, you know, they would use my speed. Yeah, it was opportunities, and, right? I see it. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, "Okay, we're gonna put you in the Q- QB," and I had a good arm too. Yeah. I mean, at the time, I was I was probably throwing about forty. I think it was like forty, fifty yards. Um, so I had a really strong arm, accurate. Like I practiced it. Um, my dad used to teach me a lot, and so yeah, I would like I would go in the QB, and they're like, "Wait." Is it a trick play? Because like you know, they're like he was just running receiver. How do they know? You can't know. QB. It's not possible. <laughs> and like I go out there and like throw the ball, and they're like, "Oh wait, he's the actual quarterback." Like, right. Yeah. So, it's it's yeah. it seems that's a philosophy for us at our school that we coach at. It's like, and it's at all levels. Is let's just put the best eleven on the field. And I don't know where that thought process was back in the day. Obviously, you're speaking to like you know the racism part of it, but like it doesn't make any sense to me as a coach. Why would you not want to win? Yeah. Why would you not want to win? Put the best eleven out. Let's go. Let's have at it. Doesn't make any sense to me. It it it, it doesn't. Um, Blows know, my, my mind. My my uncle has told me stories about when my father played, and um, the fact that he didn't get to shine on the next level because Jeez. his coach didn't like him. Um, and they, my father would tell me stories about his football exploits. And I, you know, you take it. You know, your dad's talking about his glory days. You take it with a grain of salt. I didn't. And then they confirmed it. You know, I, uh, one quick story. He played a game. Broke his arm in the second play of the game. He's playing free safety, mind you. Broke his arm, second play of the game. Finished the game, had 20 solo tackles. Jeez. With a broken arm. What an animal. Sheesh. And I'm like, how did you do that? And he's like, yeah. he's like, I was back there and I chanted kill the entire game. Oh <laughs> <laughs> do not people, mess with that guy. When people ask me why I don't mess with my father, that's why. <laughs> that's that why. man is crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, my, that's not my football story, and I will never claim that is my football story. Your dad can have that, and uh, Godspeed to him. Yeah, that's insane. Right. Cats ain't built like that no more. No, he's <laughs> just built different. That's no. all that is. Yeah, that's, that's all that is. That's old school, hard nosed football. Seriously, like dude, guys are crazy. Jeez. Yeah, so like, so when it comes to like 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know why he didn't get the chance to to play at next level or even higher because, you know, it's it's wild. But thankfully. play the best eleven. Play the yeah, best eleven. That, that's that, it. That, that's I mean, the that strategy. Should be. It's play the best eleven. Play the best eleven. Um, Roll from there. You know, and in yeah. and, and best eleven can be you know guys that don't have maximum talent but no. are coachable. They know what to do. They listen. Correct. They're they're precise. They make things happen. You know, because right. I I can't imagine any fullback being the best athlete out there, really. But hey, you do your job, you work hard, you're listening, you're coachable. Totally, you're you're one of my top guys. Yeah, for sure, no doubt. Yeah. So definitely, you mentioned obviously uh, that you're that you're doing the coaching part on the youth level. Um, where does your football go as far as the professional level? Being that so, you're an army kid and you kind of travel yeah. around, did you ever get a loyalty? So the, the loyalty is of the Vikings, right? And and this is like this is oh this we, is, we have to shut this we, we, yeah yeah shut all right, all right let's go have a good one see you guys later all right no if it's any consolation uh, uh, being a Vikings fan uh, does that we do that to ourselves now we're at the point now where we're doing that kind of response to ourselves we're like what are you doing why why do you like them so much um I would so so out east what are you guys fans of are we talking Giants fans Pittsburgh fans Philly fans what are we talking here we're Lions we're both Lions Lions fans oh Jiminy Christmas well never mind then I feel like I'm just then I feel above you now I'm back to being above Uh, (laughs) at least not not this season now come on now (laughs) yeah before I was like oh man there's some history over there with those teams and I'm like no the Lions no there's not we're good no Um, our 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 history hey our history no no our history it's Barry Sanders it's Barry Sanders (laughs) It, make it our, our, our history is Billy, is Billy Sims. Can't forget about the first. Yep. 20. Okay. Gotta Billy it. Sims, Barry Sanders, Megatron. That's it. And As I don't count Stafford be. because you guys can't even you can't even finish a Mount Rushmore if you wanted to. Matthew Stafford no, would no. be your fourth. I mean, it would it would Stafford no, would be the fourth. But not, no. no. That dude deserves so much better. To, to, to do, we don't discuss number nine. To, All right. Fair to enough, do sorry. a wow. To, for us to do a. a Mount Rushmore, we'd have to go pre Super Bowl era. For sure, we'd have to go all the way back to Doak Walker and the nineteen fifty something NFL Championship that the Lions won. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, we're we're yeah we're in. As long as Megatron and Barry Sanders are there, you probably can't go wrong after that. It really doesn't matter who you pick after that. That's a fair. That, that's, that's, that's a, a fair point, assessment, but it's still sad. But it's sad. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really, it really is sad. But we've you, got more wins this year than y'all do. Oh so. yeah, we're garbage this year. We're hot garbage. We 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 need to blow it all up. It's all got to go. I I've been on the fire Mike Zimmer bandwagon for two years. Uh, like, we've been on the fire uh, Mike Matt Patricia. You, you guys should have kept Caldwell. Got hired. You should have kept Caldwell. You should have kept, kept Caldwell. I said we should have kept Caldwell. Yeah, I've been saying that. Caldwell knew what he was doing. Caldwell knew what he was doing. Yeah. Patricia, Patricia's a nut job. Hey, well, if it keeps getting worse in New England, maybe we'll keep Quinn and have Quinn bring in the hoodie because that person from New England I'll take. All the other ones I'm not interested in, but that one I'll take. You wouldn't take the enemy right now from Kansas City? Because no, I feel I'm like from New England. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just speaking like head coach. Because, because head coach see, if you look at general. the Lions, the Lions front office and roster, it's full of full former New England people, except yeah. for the one that yeah. counts the most. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, mean, I don't understand. Have we have we heard anything from Jamie Collins this year? No, it's like he don't even exist. Uh, is is that Mendola called a pass, dude? You guys, I I think the Lions are better than New England right now, at least. I would say that. I, I would take. I would take the Lions right know. now. That's that's, that's a tough. A tough one. One. I would take. I, mean, I would take the Lions simply because I think Stafford's better than Cam Newton. 
in my opinion. I would take Stafford or Noon. Mm. I don't know where you guys are. You guys are speaking pretty crazy thoughts about Stafford. Stafford's a baller. I just got to make sure I come and defend him on this show. Stafford was a baller. Dude, what are you talking about? He's awesome. What? He's awesome. (laughs) He just threw that game-winning touchdown last week. What are you guys talking about? But but see, but that's... (laughs) But that was the that was that was against virtually nobody. I mean, okay. That was First of all, that virtually team. nobody team beat my team. Okay, so we need to calm That's down true. with that. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Okay, um, they curb stunned my team. They walked into our house. And they beat us up. Okay, that is true. Hey, we barely made. it. I know you guys barely, barely made it out. Game. It took the last play to do it. Oh man! I like Here's Stafford. About, I'm shocked you guys don't like Stafford. I'm no, it's not that. that we don't like. I'm not a Stafford hater. I just feel like we could do better. Um, and we're not going anywhere with him. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like I mean, we don't. This point. We don't dislike Stafford. We we like right. Stafford. We just know that he's not going to get us over the hump. Fair. That's and we fair. know, and we know that for the Lions, if they would have been smart, they'd have traded him two, three seasons ago and gotten value for him because now he's 31, 32 years old. He's coming off a major back surgery and he has no more trade value. Now, two years ago, they should have sent him to Jacksonville when Jacksonville had an elite defense and needed a quarterback to get them to the Super Bowl. Wow. Should have traded him then. Well, we could have gotten some picks for him. We could have gotten some value for him. But now he's re- he doesn't – no one's going to give a first. No one's going to give a fourth rounder for Stafford right now. Yeah, I don't even close. think – I don't even think through the lens of a Lions fan. Like, I can't even imagine what you guys have gone through your whole oh, life. Like, it's your whole life. <laughs> like, it's it not like this la- – like, for us, it's like, okay, this year is just hard. But we've had a couple good years the last couple of years. Yeah. You guys yeah. haven't had any of that. Yeah. No. We, we – well, what was it – Five years ago that we got screwed against Dallas? Yeah. That one. And the one against the Packers. Oh, yeah. That you guys always seem to go into I mean, the Dallas game was a playoff game. game. But that would have gotten, that would've us, gotten, into gotten us into the playoffs. Yeah. Right. We we needed that game. That was our wild card. Yeah. So, yeah. But um, it's I hope you guys yeah, make the playoffs like, this year. I hope you guys do it. The way the season's going in, in general, I think we will. You're better but, than Chicago. I think you are. Yeah. I think you're better than Chicago. We never, but they the already beat us. We never get out of the first round. Anyway. They That's made true. Trubisky look like he was Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah. They did, but but I, I still think <laughs> I still think you're better in terms of. You just need to you need to get rid of Patricia. That's the first step. You ain't lying. And I, that's that's a real deal. Get rid of him and Zimmer. We got to get rid of Zimmer. Zimmer needed to be gone last year. I don't care that we won, won our playoff game. <laughs> Zimmer's so bad. Zimmer's let me so ask bad. You, let me ask you this as a Viking fan. How weird is it to see Adrian Peterson in a Lions jersey? So that doesn't bother us. Um, really? When, when he had that whole switch incident that mm-hmm. happened, I think, in 2016, mm-hmm. if I'm correct, Something like that, that kind yeah. of really dropped him down a couple pegs. Um, mm-hmm. So I've got a buddy who, who really kind of knows him well. Um, he owns, mm-hmm. the buddy I have owns uh, original Pancake House in Eden Prairie, which is where Adrian Peterson was always going to on Tuesdays. He would, oh. like, bring his players and hang out there. And he just said that kind of was like the moment of like Adrian Peterson was done with Minnesota. Mm. Like, and for whatever reason in his head, he felt like the Vikings were not handling that well, which I was like, I don't know how they're not handling this well. Like, yeah, you whooped a three year old with a <laughs> they, switch. Yeah, That's yeah. A, I mean, that, right. you did that, bro. I'm not, not, not here to argue the philosophy of what he did. I'm, I'm more so saying, like, it came out, you did it, own it, and move on. Like, yeah. And I think, I, so I think him going to Detroit and, and spending time with Washington, it was like, whatever to us. We love Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. We love Dalvin Cook here, and so like I, I 
for whatever reason, it's fine. He's a Viking long term. Everybody knows it. I mean, he'll he'll retire a Viking. He'll go into the hall as a Viking. He'll go into the hall as a Viking. I mean, that two hundred ninety six yard rushing game against the Chargers. That's 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 a hall of that's the that's the game that they show, right? I mean, yeah. so he's he's good. I I don't really care. I mean, you guys got Everson Griffin today too. Like he just got traded to the Lions. Yeah, today. for a six round draft. draft right. Game. So like, I mean, it just seems like that's kind of the place for Vikings to go <clears> die. <throat> A little bit. Yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. I mean, I mean, he, wow. he's like, not All right, wrong. bye, Everson. This is it. This is the last shot. Stop <laughs> it's, here. It's, it's where, I mean, it's where, we, pa- it's where I mean, Patriots and Vikings go to die. Apparently, Seriously, it's, it's where Patriots. Everyone too. goes to die. Yeah. <laughs> remember when we got uh oh who was it? Well, remember, remember when we when um, we got um uh from the Vikings um. Uh, is, is, I can see his face. Dante Culpepper when Culpepper oh, yeah. was yeah. was there. Oh, I um, loved Culpepper. I loved Dante Culpepper. Yeah, I was like, oh, look, we got Dante Culpepper post Miami. This is going to be fun. Yeah, um, right. Everyone goes to die. Jeff Garcia died there. Oh um, gosh, yeah. Kitna. Um, John Kitna after his Cincinnati days. Kitna. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, what's his name? Um. Can't think of his name now. I don't know why I keep thinking Isaac Bruce, but it wasn't Isaac Bruce. You guys, you guys also had uh, the <laughs> you had the guy that's on ESPN now, the wake up guy, Dan Orlovsky. Oh God! Don't mention that name. <laughs> don't say that name to me. Orlovsky. Oh my God! I can't running out the back of the end zone with Jared Allen pointing at him, laughing. <laughs> I cannot stand Orlov. Orlovsky has the nerve yeah. to be paid on ESPN to talk about a game he could barely play for sure. Well, no like, bro, when he be talking about people, I'm like, dude, did you see your career? You I know. have like five total touchdowns in your 15 year career as a backup. Like, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah. Like, I, what big moments did you play in, bro? Like, it is funny to hear him critique. It is very funny to he hear is, him critique. Is he is. I, I, will as, listen, I, I, can, I will yeah. listen. I will listen to guys who weren't that great, mm-hmm. uh, but know the game. I'll listen to. Uh, Kirk Curb Street on college. He was great in college. That's where he should be talking. I'll listen to um the one that won the title with the Ravens. I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. I'll listen to Trent Dilfer because he does know the game. He knows his position. And the guy actually won. He wasn't a great quarterback, but I'll listen to him. Um, and he had, he had times that he was successful. I will listen to a Jeff George. I'll listen to a, I'll even listen to a Jeff Blake. Tony Romo is great too. Tony Romo, yeah, he, he, he yeah. choked all the time, but he knows what he's, he's talking about. He's on another level. With he his probably announcing. should be coaching. Like Tony yeah, Romo. Agreed. I'll, I'll listen to Tony Romo. I will not give any credence to a word Dan Ovlowski said. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally you answered my question. I was like, as Lions like, fans, do we like that Orlovsky's famous now no, or do we, we hate it? We, we hate can't it. Okay, stand go. It. Uh, no. No. Okay. I, Definitely. Not. We have so many of the backup quarterbacks I'd rather listen to. Like, no. Yes. Yeah. Drew Stanton. Where's Drew And he's Stanton a little arrogant doing? with it too, right? Like he's just a little he's a little yeah, like he's, yeah, he oh. thinks he's right, and you're like, that's a little <laughs> weird that you're saying it that way. Like, does he know we're all laughing at him right now? It's like you're not Stephen A. Smith. You're not Skip Bayless. You're Dan Orlovsky. You're Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> oh, oh my man. God. Okay, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Because we'll go down. I'm the sorry. Road. I took you down. No, the, no, I took you, us down the Dan Orlovsky path. I apologize. It's not your fault. <laughs> um, this is what happens when we talk about the Lions. Then because we get all passionate, and we're like, yeah, we want to Hulk out. And and I will say the Vikings fans, we do not look down on Lions fans. Like we we like we watch the Lions and we're like, that sucks. That sucks. We really hate the Bears and the Packers. We 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 we're cool with you guys. You guys rock. That's because we're not a threat. Yeah, but but like you if you meet a Lions fan, that's a that's a fan. 
Yes. There, there are no bandwagon Lion fans. No. 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 When you guys get good eventually and somebody <laughs> says, I've always been one, they're lying to you probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Own the people, moment when you get good. It, it's I like it's like all those Golden State Warrior fans that cropped out oh, of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, you yeah, ain't no Warriors. Yeah. As as a I'm I'm a Laker fan as well, an LA Laker fan. I and I know we're gonna talk about this later a little bit, but like my buddy Robbie, who's on the Infinity Bros podcast, him and I had to endure six years of our friends just like coming after us. Uh, <laughs> and we were like, There's going to come a moment where we're good, we're the Lakers, and here it is. Right. Yeah. Had to keep those yeah. receipts. You got you gotta keep them receipts. <laughs> keep However, receipts. I'm I, I'm scared that uh We'll be long gone before any receipts could be cashed in for the Lions. Like <laughs> yeah. we'll be those we'll be those fans like uh yeah. like those Boston fans or those Cub fans that that you know mm-hmm. lived to be eighty five and never saw their team win yeah, a championship. Yeah. Like <laughs> we had we just had a we just had a really famous Minnesota sports writer named Sid Hartman died at a hundred years old, never saw a single Vikings win the Super Bowl. Wow. Wow. That was like what his son wrote in the story of, of his dad. <laughs> Wow. That, you see, that's I, I, as a, as a Michigan native. See, we'll see. See, you need to name the Jersey guy, so um, he doesn't go to all Detroit sports like I do. But oh I'm gosh. blessed. I'm blessed in that I got to see my Pistons win three championships. Good for you. I got to see my Tigers win the World Series, and I got to see my Red Wings win a bunch of championships. So, if the Lions don't win one in my lifetime, I really can't complain because I saw everything else. I can. You can, because you because you're an Orlando Magic fan for some reason. You told me why, but it still don't make sense to me. You're a you're a fan of you're you're a fan of pain. I see. My gosh. Well, so it started. Okay, it started way back with like Shaq and Penny. Okay. Um, and then and then it moved on Mm -hmm. to T Mac. He's my favorite player of all time. T Mac is amazing. Um, yeah. And then like he left, and then it was like we kept getting good players, but couldn't win any games. So like you get him had, too early. You know we had Dwight Howard. Yeah, we had Dwight Howard. We had all these different people. He went to the um, finals. Is Dwight gonna retire a Laker now that he won a title, or is he gonna retire a, a Magic? You think uh, he'll go? No, he'll the, go into the Hall as a Laker. I mean, I'm sorry, as a as I a mean, ma- member of the Magic. Because I know all I was gonna say, I was like, which one is it now? Because he's like. I mean, he's, yeah. he spent enough years yeah. with the Lakers, he could make the argument. No. He could. No. He has. He but, spent like you know, five years. No. He spent, what, two, two, three total seasons? Because he came back. He came back. Yeah. He, he, went, he, he, he went there, then he left, and he came back. Yeah. But he did. He wasn't even an all-star when he was in the L.A. the first no, time. No. But if he won All the title, accolades. Is what I'm would he Would he claim it as, as a championship contender is my question. See, he no, but he he was a Orlando Hall of Famer before so then, though. He he, he demands a three time Defensive Player of the Year, multiple time All NBA, multiple time All Star. He was going into the Hall when he was still in Charlotte or in, in Atlanta. True. Like he was going to be in the Hall of Fame because he has the resume. The championship, this championship for him because he didn't do anything. This is a Mitch Richmond, Gary Payton, you know, guys who won a title at the end of their career that yeah. you forgot won a title. Yeah, he went. He was there for two years. I don't know where I got five from. I thought he yeah. was there long. I thought he was yeah, at. Cause I, I thought he was with LA for like two or three years for that stint, but he was only there in 2012. Yeah, it was a field experiment. Yeah, because yeah, Steve Nash. 
Well, yeah. I, I, I'm not even a Laker fan. When they signed Nash, I'm like, what are you doing? Okay. I, I, I mean, the guy couldn't play defense when he was 20. The guy's not going to be able to play yeah. defense with one leg at 36. And an old, decrepit Kobe. All right, I got to ask you this then, Detroit fan. Okay, so yes. like with all the MJ things coming out, I'm, I'm going off tangent. You guys just try That's okay. Reel me in, reel me in here. No, okay. we're good. Go ahead. So with the, the like, we're good. with all this MJ stuff that's been going on the last year with COVID, like the documentary, which is amazing, one of the best yes. documentaries ever, and the Isaiah ever. Thomas stuff comes up. Mm-hmm. What is your reaction to this? Was he like... Is the disrespect like insane from somebody who lived in that era compared to Michael Jordan? Oh, we're going down a rabbit <laughs> that, hole. This is like an honest question I have. I oh, need to hear man. from like an honest Detroit Pistons you, fan. You, you're lucky who's not going to sugarcoat it for me. All the way down. Okay, a rabbit so hole um, strap in, folks. Because <laughs> you were there. You were there. I was, like, you, you, I, I was you there. Saw it. You watched. It. I, I, I was there. Okay, so let, let me put my Pistons fandom into perspective for you. Okay, um, I have the Wheaties box. I have. The T-shirt. I have multiple books on the bad boys. Um, I still have posters that are not hanging, but they're in boxes in my storage. Like I, I am a piston. I'm a bad boy fan for life. Um, I met Adrian Danley, and when I, the only thing I asked him was, "Are you still mad at Isaiah for getting you traded?" Like that is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. You did not. You asked him that? I did. I was, that takes okay, some guts, I, man. I'm going to tell you well, what. That takes some I guts was to at, the question. Um, I don't know. Do you ever, have you ever heard of DeMatha High School? In, no. uh Okay, so DeMatha is a high school in um, in the D.C. area. Coach Morgan Wooten is one of the basketball high school basketball coaches greatest one of the greatest ones like okay people talk about him coach hurley like those right. are great all-time high school coaches okay DeMath, joe forte like tons of great players went to Damascus. okay huge school okay so they have a camp i'm at this camp this camp had and i went there two weeks in a row at this camp i met not just ad like danny ferry was there i met all these people like NBA players come through and talk. So Adrian's coming. He's giving this talk to this group of us. And as he's talking about it, talking about different things, they asked, does anyone have a question? Nobody had a question. And I'm probably the only Detroit cat there. So I'm just like, I got a question. And he's like, he's like okay, go ahead. I'm like, are you still mad at Isaiah for getting you traded off the Pistons? What did he and say? He cracked up. He I believe claps it. his hands together. He goes, Everywhere I go, someone asks me that question. And I'm like, I'm a Pistons fan. I got, I got to know. Are you still? And here, and the reason why I ask that question is because I have this book by Cameron South. It's called The Franchise. If you ever read it, it's a great in-depth look at that 1989 team. Okay. Um, at the end of one of the chapters, it was talking about the trade for, from, of Danley for Aguirre. And during the first game where the Pistons played the Mavericks, um, the book states that Isaiah and AD embraced each other um, before the game, and that AD whispered in Isaiah's ear, I'll never forgive you for getting me traded. So the book says it. I'm taking the book verbatim, so I had to ask the question. <laughs> so my, my Piston fandom uh, wow. is hardcore. I um, There's a group I'm in. Shout out to my friends, especially Carl Colangelis of the Sports Hit List. He's had me on multiple times. It's particularly to talk about the Bad Boys episode of The Last Dance. Um, so Isaiah Thomas is my dude, okay? Right. Zeke is my man. Brought us two chips. Like, that's my guy. The hate, the animosity, it, it's real. It's 
Like there is not real beef in the league anymore. That beef I agree. is real and is never going to die. No, like there, these, it's it's the reason. <laughs> I think the reason that they get criticized so much for teaming up is because of this era. Yes, because this era because defined guys, that expectation moving yeah, forward. You. you you didn't play you if you played together with someone you were formerly like a rival with it's because you got traded it's because you had no choice you didn't say hmm i can't beat these guys or i don't like these guys let me play with them and 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 get over the hump no you did what you could to destroy them and it it was a different it was a different era it. it was a it was a different mindset like and i try to explain that when people talk about the you know, this this GOAT debate and this and that, what the mindset was of players playing during what I consider the golden age of basketball in the 80s. You had great talent and you had guys with drive because the money was not what it, it no. were close to what it is today. So these guys, all these guys, black, white, didn't matter. All these guys are coming from situations where this money is life-changing for them, their families, right. and their in their future generations, their grandkids. Yeah. This is going to change their lives forever if yeah. they manage their money right. So you had guys like Bill Lambeer. It was a joke that he was the only one in the league who's, who made less money than his dad did because he was, he was a rich kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like everybody's their lives are changed dramatically by what they have in the league. And when Isaiah magic bird, Mike, when they were the top, pretty much the top five players in the league they they were the only ones getting a million dollars a year. No one else was making that right. type of money. So when you get to that point and you're driving, you're pushing for that, that makes your life that different. That's getting you out of, you know, for, and for Isaiah's, you know, you know, South side Chicago, it's getting you out of the Chicago slums. Um, in, in the in getting out the hood, you, your family, who's been his family, which have been embroiled in gangs, um, the vice lords out there had half of his brothers in there. And there's a movie I don't know if you know. There's a movie about his mom, Mary Thomas, about what about the fact that the vice lords came to her house to try to get some of her sons and give him the gang. And Mary Thomas came out the door with a shotgun, like you better get off my porch. Yeah, Mary Thomas wasn't no joke. Right? Yeah. yeah. So like that's the environment these guys are a lot of these guys are right. coming from. It is life or death. And when they get on that court and you're making that type of money because you can play a game, it's it's a completely different. It's not just a game for these guys. Right. So Mike had that type of mentality. Magic oh, had yeah. that type of mentality. Bird had that French Lick is the smallest hit town, poor town out there. That dude is a killer. So you have all these killers out there virtually killing each other and when you have a situation where zeke had what mike wanted mike was tired of losing to them uh yeah and he was getting beat up by them yep the jordan rules were he was jordan done rules with the jordan were a thing rules. and you know and and anyone and you know anyone that's read the art of war you know you got to cut the head off the snake zeke's the head of the snake so it got personal you know, Mike said things on the paper in the newspaper. You know, he, you know, the whole freeze out thing. Mike said the freeze out didn't happen, and I think the freeze out was one of those things that Mike conjured up in his head to give himself drive because we know Mike makes things up in his head and has his own reality. I think we all learned that in the documentary. Yes. So if you didn't know, Mike makes <laughs> that's Mike. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think the whole freeze out um, happened because like if you look at the numbers, I think Jordan had like one or two touches less than everybody else. Like that man wasn't frozen out the game. 
Um, <laughs> the numbers don't lie. Um, so, so, uh, so okay, okay. I got so, so there's so there's that that beef is legit, and the green team beef. You know, that's what I was gonna ask. Should he have been on the dream team? Absolutely. Okay. All okay, right. The, the dream because there's team, some people that say he shouldn't have because of how they did. That's those, why I'm asking. That's those people asking. are those people are insane. That's fine. I'm just and, asking. And anyone that says John Stockton or Chris Mullen should have been on the dream team that's over true. Chris Isaiah Mullen Lord Thomas to serve yeah, yeah. is I even Drexler. Drexler wasn't better than Zeke then. I mean, maybe at the. He, Ninety two, not ninety two. He wasn't. He was never better than Zeke. That was just um, a name, and he was never that type of level of of caliber player. Like I like Clyde, I love Clyde, but Patrick Ewing, love him, not better than Zeke. Um, David Robinson, and this was he was only three years into the league. Like, bro, you're not better than them. You're not better than a guy who's won two titles. You know, <laughs> multiple time all. Like, you're not this dude. The, and here's another thing: when they did the top fifty players. In 1996, one guy out there who was standing alone did not have a teammate with him, and that's Isaiah Lord Thomas III. Every other top 50 player had a teammate also wearing one of those jackets. So you must just hate Michael Jordan then. <laughs> like, you must I, be I, in a I very have, small minority of people who cannot stand the love that Michael Jordan I have a, I have a profound respect for Michael Jordan. For sure. I, I love his Everybody game. Everybody has a profound respect. Not well. Not a lot of these young kids don't. <laughs> I I I love That's watching fair. my That's play. I love watching my play. Even some of the older ones. Though. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't hate him, but I don't act like I'm a fan either because I'm a, I'm a bad boys fan. Like that. He's still the enemy to you this get mad? day. Do you get mad when when people say LeBron's better? I get mad if or do, people or say do you LeBron's. Take I, I get mad if people say LeBron's better for dumb reasons. Like if you want to say LeBron's better for a reason that makes sense, okay. But what but quantifies when, as a reason that makes sense? Like ten straight finals, or like what is it? What's the what's well, see, the number like, for you? That's see, like see that 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 is. I mean, that's a reason because it's impressive. Right. You know, generally that's a team thing. That's not a hey, this guy left and went to this other team and they you know made the finals. Like that's impressive. That's a heck of a streak. Now, obviously, he lost more than he won, but that's a heck of a streak. You know that's impressive. Um, obviously, his t- his cumulative stats are impressive. The, the points, assists, rebounds, yeah. extremely impressive. Um, for me, when you're talking about goats, is when you really have to start nitpicking um, differences. To me, Mike is on top, and the only reason why Mike is on top over Kareem, who's my number two, is because Mike peaked in the NBA. Mike was a good high school player, got great because he grew. He was a very good college player, got a little better, got to the NBA, and then he peaked. And when he reached the mountaintop, nobody else got in. Right. That's a he good point. dominated the mountaintop. Yeah, whereas um, guys like, you know. Went and played baseball for two years. Yeah. Came back and was like, okay, this is mine's again. And, and people were That's like, well, what, what about, you know, 95 then when they lost to Orlando? I'm like, I don't pretend like that didn't happen, but I'm also not going to act like that was a full NBA season. That was a completely, the only teammate on that 95 team that he had before was Scottie Pippen. Everybody else was different, had not played with them. He played 17 regular season games. So that does not carry the same weight to me. The man, when a man had a full season, the man won six straight in a full season. Like that's, and how, and not only three peat, which is very hard. Very few teams have done it, but you three peated twice. Yeah. 
And if, and, and if Reinsdorf and and and, and uh, Kraus weren't idiots, they probably would have forpeated in that '99 lockout season too, because they wouldn't have been as tired, and they would only play fifty some games before the playoffs. And I don't see anybody beating them in '99 if Mike and Scotty and Rodman are still there. But that's a what if. There's no. But so that that you can't top that. Kareem, the the six MVPs, the six makes complete titles. sense. Yeah. You know, the most unstoppable move probably in all sports. Like, no one can stop the Skyhook. Kareem dominated. Yeah. You know, and and Kareem has the best basketball career, period. One lost what, two games total in high school, lost like two games total in college, and dominated for tw- nineteen seasons in the NBA. Thirty five yeah. years old, winning finals you know, winning finals MVPs, you know, winning NBA championships in his Oh, his elderly years! Like, come on, and I said it last week, and <laughs> David was like, "Oh, you gonna get some hate for that?" Because I said Braun ain't better than Cap, yeah. and and I I no disrespect to Braun, but he's not better than Kareem. He's he's, he's not. I'll argue, I can I'll take that he's better than Bird. I'll I'll put him above Bird now. He got that fourth ring. I will put him above Bird. Hold on, he wasn't above Bird before. What was going no. on? Shut he wasn't up. above. First of all, Bird Come won three on. straight. He won. Bird We're won. last episode. Sorry, he won three straight MVPs. <laughs> Larry Bird did. He also won three titles in the toughest era of basketball. Oh my god! For a fi- for a for a white dude who could not jump and was slow, <laughs> that man averaged twenty six a game. And here's another thing, and 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 not this is not a knock LeBron. This is just fact. LeBron. And this is why, to me, why LeBron has not won more. And in my opinion, the physical specimen LeBron is, he should be the GOAT. And I think that's what some people that's fair. get irritated about. Because of that physical specimen he is, mixed. He if you mix with skill, and, and the fact that LeBron is in year 17, he still only has one post move is insane. So if you had, if he took the drive to the, commit to the fundamentals that Mike did, plus that athleticism, he should be far above everybody else. But that, unfortunately, is not what happened. You had someone like Bird who got his, but LeBron is always the system. And that's part of the reason why he hasn't won more. When you're the system, you limit everybody else. Mike played within the system. When Mike was the system, they got into the playoffs. They went deep. They lost. When Mike, Mike also became, had better coaching, though. Hey, you see, you're probably too young to remember this. Phil Jackson was nobody. Oh, for sure. The documentary was, makes that very clear. He was absolutely, but most people didn't know that before the documentary. Yeah, but, but, Phil Jackson but he proved was, that he was somebody after that with the Lakers is what I'm saying. He, honestly, I'm, I'm, and I'm going to be, people are going to probably hit on this. Phil Jackson's a great <laughs> coach. He's, but as a coach, his greatness is not in coaching basketball. His greatness is in managing egos Personalities. and personalities. Yeah, that's fair. Because X's and O's wise, that's what Tex Winter was there for. Yeah, but the triangle was still a pretty strong offense, right? But that I mean, was like, not his. That was Tex Winter's offense. For sure, but he was still implementing it and coaching it and developing it within the system of his players. No, he had Tex do that. <laughs> okay. I mean, I so mean, you, so you, he you can't can have any credit. I don't know if you've read Phil's book. I don't know if you've read Phil's book, but Phil himself is like, this is Texas thing. I believed in it, and I got them to right. run it because I'm, I'm he believed not, in it. I guess but, the argument I'm not making is that Phil was like the ex the creator of that play. I think the the point I'm trying to say is 
that's part of the coaching emphasis. And I think the management of personalities is more critical than the X's and O's, especially especially for who we had to deal with. Well, and I think moving forward in the NBA, that's going to be more more paramount than any other factor. I mean, the thing is, like Mike helped Mike made Phil into the guru he he became. And then he proved that he could sustain it in L.A. Right. Even like even like today, like you look at Spolstra. Like Eric Spolstra just totally led those guys with Jimmy Butler and then well, a bunch of like rookies Spolstra's and young guys. A good coach. Spolstra knows what he's doing, but he but manages personalities too because he had Jimmy Butler. But you got to be a gotta nightmare. Rem- no, no, Jimmy, but see, see that. But Jimmy Butler was not a nightmare in Chicago. <laughs> he was a nightmare in Minnesota, man. They no, hate Minnesota, him up here. See, they no, hate him. No, do you know why they hate him? Because they had a team of full of soft guys with no heart. Oh, I believe you. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a Wills Wiggins. fan. They what Cat. they hate is that he called him out and then he picked the third team up in practice and then whooped up on him. Yes. And then walked out and said, Trade me. Because yeah, Jimmy's a baller. I love Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, like, Jimmy Jimmy's awesome. Yeah. If I could get Jimmy in Detroit, I trade Blake Griffin. Tra- I'll trade the whole squad. Oh, that's Give right. Me you guys have Jimmy Blake Griffin. Ugh. Buckets, man. I, that's Ugh. dude. <laughs> but um, but so coaching, yes, Mike has an advantage. But people like to gloss over the fact that Braun went to Miami, and no, no, Spolster was Riley, good, man. Spolster was no, good. Spolster was good. But Pat Riley may not have been the coach, but let's not act like Pat Riley didn't coach LeBron in certain ways. I I, I still hold that it's more Spolstra. I still hold so, to that. He tried to get Spolster fired. Who do you think corralled him from trying to get Spolster fired? I I still would Pat say, Ry- he tried to get Spolster fired because he was younger in his career. Spolster now is proving he, uh, he's elite. He I, is. I don't think people consider Spolster elite until this run, because all all I, people, I, I, a lot of people say that LeBron. Well, he had LeBron, D Wade, and Bosh. They're like, okay, you have that. You should make it the finals. Like they, they, I know Heat fans. Yeah, I think a lot of people did. Heat fans say who, if you can't, right. if you can't make the finals with those guys, then you're trash and you're not that good. He proved this season that he is that good of a coach. Mm-hmm. But and also Riley, again, he wasn't on the bench, but, but he he's had a influencing. Whole, yes. He had a whole lot to do with LeBron winning them titles and influencing and teaching him how to have a winning culture. Mike created the winning culture day one when he got to Chicago. Yeah, that's that fair. team was still trying to tank. They were not trying to win, and Mike was like, "Yo, I'm here to win. If y'all ain't here to win, then I'm <laughs> you in the wrong place." <laughs> expletive, <laughs> expletive, expletive. Right? Yeah, exa- right. exactly. Words we don't say <laughs> on the show. But like, so like, but I, I, I like, but yes, Bron. He was not better than Bird to me. And again, no, my point was LeBron makes himself the system. Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson played within the system and allowed them to maximize not only themselves and put up Hall of Fame numbers, but others. When you play yeah. with when D. Wade, Kyrie, Bosh, Love, all of them, their numbers go down. They, 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 don't, they don't put up Hall of Fame numbers when they yeah, play. He doesn't with elevate them, right? He doesn't elevate them. He elevates role players. They look better. But other stars do not. Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, Hall of Fame guys who got Hall of Fame numbers while Bird was getting his Hall of Fame numbers. Same with same with Scotty. I agree with that. You know, same with Magic. Magic made look. I love James Worthy, but Magic made James Worthy the Hall of Famer that he is because James yeah. wasn't going to be that Hall of Famer if he doesn't have Magic feeding him the way he does. Like when you can put up those numbers and you have other stars that still look like stars. 
that puts you in that upper, upper echelon. So that's why I had Bird over, over Braun. That fourth championship and the way he's done it, you know, obviously the numbers and all that. Now I have him above Bird, but he ain't, he ain't going to go above, above Kareem and he ain't going to go above Mike. Now, I will say this before we I end this tangent. I was, because <laughs> I, I enjoy these debates. Um, I wanted. I was hoping LeBron would have made a real strong case for GOAT in Miami because I believe that all four years they had the best team. If they would have four-peated, then you have a extremely strong case for LeBron to argue as GOAT because he would have done something that nobody um, since the, in the modern, you know, post-80s, post, post-merger had done is four-peat. Mike, and that was one of the big things when Mike three-peated. He was like, look, I'm not saying I'm better than Isaiah. I'm not saying I'm better than Bird. I'm not saying I'm better than Magic. But I have done this that they could not do. None of those guys three-peated. Bird never won back-to-back. The Pistons repeated. The Lakers repeated. But no one, people weren't, they weren't, they weren't three-peating. Three-peating became a thing. A decade of finals appearances is a... Heck of a feat, and I, just, I think people are going to have to own that eventually. No, they and they do, but however, when you get there, you've got to win. And when Agreed. You, when you lose, and when nobody cares about second, and when and, and not agree. even that is, and when I you get, get when you've been swept multiple times, I, I agree. And you're supposed to be that. So, like, I'm just saying that argument is, in my opinion, very fair, and I fair. think it speaks to the longevity of his career. Ab- absolutely. Um, but my, and my other thing with that, unfortunately, is he has he does play in a watered down league because of continued expansion. But, yeah, we'll see. But, I mean, but, but you the can't Warriors help, but you can, can't help the, the era that you play in either. Like he, no. you can only play the competition you play in. The Warriors yeah. are pretty yeah. good. There's some elite players here, but it's not the stacked teams like it used to be. Well, that's because there's more teams. Correct. The '80s had less teams, so you had more talent on those teams. Every t- every team had a star back then. We've got teams right now where no one can even name anybody. No. Uh, here's Orlando Magic. I mean, the biggest name on Orlando is Aaron Orlando Gordon, Magic. and that's because Whoa. of Duncan. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I mean, but no, like, I mean, Aaron Gordon's the biggest name he has for Orlando, and that's because of the dunk contest. Not because of how good of a player yeah. he is, but because right. he can dunk. Where, I can't argue. Yeah, where, where back in the day, like <laughs> every team had at least one bona fide star player. You can't say that right. now with all these expansions um, that that have taken place since since eighty nine, right? Essentially, when Orlando and Charlotte and um, and Miami and Minnesota came into the league, and then the new Charlotte, and it's like and you just you keep on sitting yeah. that herd. But when you had twenty six teams and you had all these guys on them, and they were going to war, and nowadays no one wants to go to war. No, they don't. So, and you know. It's tough, but I, I love Bron. I give him his props. I give him his flowers. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to overrate him because other guys have gone to you know nine, ten finals and all and all that stuff. And and the thing about Bron is not even him; it's his fans who like to just. I don't. There was a post out there on the internet that said LeBron has a 56 percent chance of making the finals of his career, and Michael Jordan only made 54 percent of his field goals. So that's so amazing stat. I'm like. What? 
<laughs> Why are we comparing field goal percentage to the percentage of chance to make the finals? That's that idiotic. No that and makes zero sense. Like, See, that's why Bron's a goat. That's why Bron's a goat. He has a better chance of making the finals than Jordan had of making a shot. So I was like, okay, that's stupid. Here, let's do this. Hmm. <laughs> Sam Jones, he went to the finals. Let's see, 92% of the time of his career. Let's compare that to LeBron's um, free throw shooting. LeBron's a 70% free throw shooter of his career. Right. I don't, I don't, Sam Jones went to the finals 90% of the time of his career. It's, it's idiotic. So my thing ain't Bron is not Bron himself. It's his fans. Like, you know. It is, the, the fans are toxic. And Nick And Nick Wright <laughs> out there just making things up on television. Oh, Nick Wright. Yeah. But let, let's talk about a different goat. Let's talk about football goats. Who is your football goat? And it's I'm Tom, talking about goat. It's player. Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. It's That's the end of the Tom discussion. Brady. I did not expect it's, that. Wow. I it was love either, Tom okay. Brady. So here. So when I heard you were from, I heard you lived in Jersey. I was like, oh man, because Lawrence Taylor is number two for me. Right. It's it's Tom Brady okay. or Lawrence Taylor. That's, That's that's right now my strong list. And then as I've thought out loud about it. Jerry Rice was in my mind too. Thank you. And and so that's that's really where I'm landing. But I'm landing on Tom Brady for a few reasons. One, this season is going to solidify that Tom Brady is the best. The Patriots look abysmal. Um, they look horrible. And and Cam Newton is a very good quarterback. He's uh, not the leader that Tom is though. He he's not. Yeah, he he does not have a leadership. I'm skill. not in the room to judge Cam Newton's leadership ability. Um, so I'm not going to speak to no, that. We, but I we've speak. seen it on TV. <laughs> I love. We yeah, love yeah, Cam. I, I, but I, nah. look, my Twitter, my Twitter header is Cam Newton when he's like leaning back and he's like, like I mean, I I <laughs> I'm a he's got I'm a on. big Cam Newton. Yes, I'm a very big Cam Newton fan actually. <laughs> But I think with Tom Brady, what I really appreciate is is again the same, and this is the same conversation I think with like LeBron, in the sense of longevity of career to keep the excellence rolling at the age he has. I mean, we kind of saw Peyton to see Peyton have a couple of good years towards the end there with Denver, but then kind of fade. That's not happening with Tom, and he's yeah. he's elevating Tampa Bay. Obviously, they're bringing everybody in, but I think Tom Brady is is really the best, and I think. The quarterback is the most unfair position because it gets all the criticism, but also all the glory. Yeah. Yeah. Win or lose with the quarterback. But there's only like 50 people that can do it on the planet very well. And I mean, and that's so I I just think that that really sets them apart. Um, So I'd say Tom Brady, Lawrence Taylor is incredible. In regards to physical raw talent, it's Lawrence Taylor. Um, But... But in regards to a football player, I, I am going to say Tom Brady. I, I think for okay. the longest time I was fighting it, but I'm staying Tom Brady. If, if he wins this year, I don't know how people are going to fight it. This year well, in particular the, is kind of like the nail in the coffin, but I think the argument can be made already. The the, the quarterback GOAT, uh, if he wins this year, the quarterback GOAT debate is over. Like he, As much as Montana's yeah. 4-0 is impressive, winning seven in two cities um, and <laughs> winning a seventh at 43 years old, like that is a and also unlike LeBron who is four and six he's six and no, no no I mean this is a knock to LeBron but <laughs> we're back on LeBron no no I mean, this is not a knock we this both did it it's okay I did it too um, <laughs> LeBron is four and six Brady is six and four going mm-hmm. to that many makes you look better when you have won more than you've lost. There's so, a way bigger difference too with going to a Super Bowl ten times right and than Super going Bowl to an NBA final so ten times. So hard. Yeah. Uh, that is just insane yeah. amount of uh, Super Bowl appearances that he has. It's one or done in, in the NFL, which yeah. was what makes the NFL yeah. so special. Yeah. 
Right. But I, I would say that I, in regards to just raw talent, though, I, I'd have to speak to Lawrence Taylor of just like nobody has edge rushed and played coverage as well as that cat could. And when yeah, you can get Bill Belichick to say that's the best player I've ever coached, that's a pretty strong endorsement for me it to is. be on the list. My, my only thing about LT is how much of that was cocaine. And not, and not just jokingly, but how much of that was co- like because like, you can do a whole lot of crazy feats when you're on cocaine. Um, you know, you got you know you've got a lot of energy, you got a lot of juice when you're on when you're on that white powder. And again, I get I have the deepest he, respect for Elsie because he was just such a dominant player, and he. I mean, he was the first one to really solidify that this defensive player is changing the entire aspect of the game and taking away. You're not going to go to his side because why would you run at Lawrence Taylor? Like, it it doesn't make any sense. So uh, I I completely understand where you're coming from there. Um, I I go with Jerry Rice personally because he has Wayne Gretzky-like numbers uh, where he has the win. In an era where he shouldn't have. In an era where you've got guys who've played a complete era in a pass happy, you know, where they're passing 50% of the time or higher, when he was playing in an era where you where you threw 30% of the time, mm-hmm. and he still has the numbers and the receptions and the touchdowns, it's like, if he, if he plays in this era, it's astronomical. But he got those numbers in a, th- in a run first, run second, throw third era. So it's like, what... And he and he's just such a natural player, great talent, and he also was so great like Brady at an you know, at a later age, age forty in Oakland, helping that team make the Super Bowl as a forty year old starting wide receiver. Right. You know, yeah. like that he's he's up there from but those 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 are I, it's, I it's tough. You. It's a tough list. It, I'm it's not a tough I'm, one. I'm not refuting it, Jerry Rice either. I can't like I get it. You know. But Brady, but Brady, if Brady went to another one. I to me that would put him over over LT for me, and him and Jerry would be battling out one and two for me, and oh, it's man. it's really tough. It's it's crazy, man. It, it, it's, it's insane. It's, it is crazy. And if Barry Sanders wasn't retired, good God. Um, <sighs> The, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I won't. I won't. Let's Pardon let's just rip the bandaid off. Man. <laughs> let's shift to oh, uh, to, let's shift to the geek world. Um, <laughs> so, Max, what is your biggest uh, fandom on, on the geek side? Like, what what part uh, from geek side really like? Someone looks at it and says, "Okay, well, yeah, I get why. I get it. He's a geek." And, and yeah, this- I mean, for me, it's been it's been Marvel the last five five years. I mean, when I was younger, it was really like super. This is a super deep cut. Power Rangers stuff was like my jam as a kid. That's so like okay. that that resurgence is coming. Oh, I'm not apologizing for it. I was just like deep cut. Um, it's coming back. Like it's really coming back. Like they're getting movies and stuff, and I think the TV shows are kind of getting back into mainstream a little bit for kids. But like just Power Rangers was really fun as a kid, and that kind of opened doors to like this kind of stuff. But I, but I think Marvel just has been great because it's not just geeky and 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 fun it's it's enmeshed in the culture it's Mm -hmm. enmeshed in day-to-day lives it's speaking to things that are very difficult to talk about um in a way that's unique and in particular with the mcu the two movies that come to my mind on that subject 
today more than ever are Black Panther and um, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, and just mm. those two movies. My two favorite movies. What those? Yeah, literally, <laughs> what those two movies mean culturally right now to what's going on are massive, and mm-hmm. and so I, I just so so Marvel for me is is my is my shtick, um, and I love it. I'm not ashamed of it, but I, but I'd say Power Rangers is like the deep cut for those okay. that are like looking really deep. I love I, I love a good. Um, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll, my, my buddies love Dragon Ball Z more than I do, but I'll, if that stuff's on, I'll watch it. Uh, there's a ton of nerdy things I'll watch, but those two things, Power Rangers and Star, and excuse me, um, MCU are like massive hits for me and my family. Our basement's like covered with Marvel stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. It's, it's ridiculous. Awesome. It's ridiculous. So we won't, we won't debate on this one. Um, so this is going to be a quick one, <laughs> hopefully. Oh no! Who who is your who's who's the goat ranger? Who is your top ranger? Your favorite ranger? Oh gosh, it's the white ranger, right? It's got to be Tommy is the white oh, ranger. I mean, but but see, well, yeah. you, you said white though. So yeah, I know some people could say green. Right, I get like, the debate. Uh, older heads like me, we say green generally. Oh my gosh, yeah, I don't know how you could do that, but okay, I'm I'm nervous just talking about that. I, it's it's white, right? Like you just got a all white ranger. We're all in. Uh, I was on a pot. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on the no question. Ranger. I love the Green Ranger. <laughs> I love Green Ranger, but then you, but know, you knew just, you knew things were serious dude, when though. the flute so popped is, out. Are, which one? Are, so are you really yeah, picking white yeah. over green, though? I'm with I'm with white. I'm with Max. Okay, that, that's white. okay. I'm still rolling white, yeah. Well, see, I'm I'm old enough to remember when Power Rangers first came out, and there was no green or white ranger. So my favorite ranger was was Zach, the black ranger, because he was the most like me. And my he man was, was so always cool. wearing Malcolm X gear. So I, I, I actually didn't. I did. I didn't. I identify. Obviously, I identify more with, with Zach, but. I just couldn't. The white tiger's orb. The tiger's orb. Yeah, the tiger's orb was dope, but I liked Jason better as Green Ranger because I liked, even when he turned good, I always liked that there was a hint that he would sometimes go a little too far. He could always a hint like he could always go back to being yeah. evil. I liked that story wise, and it was just cool. And the dragon's orb was dope. The dragon's orb was cool, and the dragon's orb has more definitely more fans than the white tiger's orb. They needed to keep Zach around way longer. That guy left way too early from the show. Yeah. He needed to stay for a couple more seasons. He's still a fan favorite. He oh, is yeah. He is a dynamite follow on Instagram. An oh, yeah. Absolute oh, yeah, dynamite follow on Instagram. He is yeah. great. He's, a, he's probably, if, he's probably he's doing the best fan-wise dude, um, of, the original, sure. of the original five. And he deserves it. Yeah. He deserves it. Every dollar he makes, he deserves. Yes. Like Shout if I Walter. saw him on the street, I'd freak out. <laughs> you probably freak out. On, you probably freak out. Ranger, how short uh, he uh, is. Uh, take a picture with me. I would know. You probably do. Like, I would know. Dude, you're that head. small. How short are you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know he's Wayne Brady's half brother. No way. I did not, I did know, not that. know that. Yes, he Walter Jones is Wayne Brady's half brother. He's so much cooler. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't think Walter Jones <laughs> yeah, could just, get cooler to me, but he just got cooler. Right. <laughs> he just took him another night. Right? <laughs> they, 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 there needs yeah. to be like a part two of Wayne Brady's Chappelle skit with Walter Jones yes. in it. Like, 100%. <laughs> I need to see that. <laughs> Wayne Brady's the man. So you mentioned some things uh, that, yeah. you, that you'll dig, um, that you, you'll watch, whatever, if they're on. Being that you've got you know your bros on your podcast, what mm-hmm. fandom do they wish you were more enthusiastic about? Star Wars. 
And so, yes. So this is great. So like Matt, you and I were on a podcast a couple weeks ago. This yes. is this is hilarious. And this we is a talk, great story. We got to talk Star Wars. Yes. And I am bottom 5% of people you want to talk Star Wars with in regards to nerd culture. I know enough to get by the conversation. But you don't want me coming with you on trivia night. Like you don't want I'm not your guy. I'm not going to help at all. Oh man, I really I really should prepare some trivia questions. Oh gosh. So on that episode we were on Tony was like, "All right, we're going to I'm going to pull up characters of Star Wars, obscure characters, and you got to name the characters." And I'm like pooping my pants, right? Like I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm not going to get any of these right and they're all going to make these get people I don't know are going to make fun of me." And uh, he ended up, the game ended up being more fun where it was like, say who they aren't, like make a yes. fan, funny joke. But the wrong answers like, only, which was the great. Star Wars thing. I was like, I, I am so, I, I like Star Wars. I got no issue with it. <laughs> and we had a great conversation about Star Wars we on did. episode. You got to go check that out. Um, but Star Wars is the thing. And and everybody loves it so much. And and honestly, I just kind of don't get it a little bit. Like there's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a part of me that doesn't really fully get it. And even my buddies on my podcast, the Infinity Bros, like, they're just obsessed with this stuff. Like the Mandalorian comes out and they stay up to like 12 to watch it. I'm like, what right. are you doing? Yep. <laughs> I'm like, what are you? It'll be on tomorrow. What are you doing? Come on. I don't See, get the, it. Right there. That that's a guy who's going to stay up till midnight to, to watch it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, I, have. I know. I have. I've, I've stayed up all night and binge watch like, Series. So you're big yeah, on Star Wars. Wars. You're big series. Star. Oh, it's close. He, he's oh, bi- he's bigger oh, on Star huge. Wars than I am. Yeah, he's huge. huge. Oh gosh, I like. Uh, I don't know. So much of this room is like Star Wars. That's awesome. I, I can just grab stuff. I don't know. He, he but, can't um, beat my toy though. I still have the best toy. As yeah, the R two D two. That's sweet. He's he's got the R two D two. That's right. But um, uh, that's only because you know <laughs> I couldn't convince my parents to pay that much money for it. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. <laughs> I can't convince myself to pay that much money for that right now. I don't blame your parents much money less. So, like, are were you big on reading like the books then too? Like, like and like all the um, canon yeah, stuff. Yeah, I got into the. I mean, I got into the books like later. Oh um, my gosh! Because so like my Star Wars story actually started in high school. Um, I wasn't really into Star Wars like that until like high school when the prequel started coming yep. out. And my science teacher at the time, we were in like this small, I was like talking about nerds. So I was in this like science research class and it was like five of us in the class and you had to like interview to get in and like you had to get recommendations from teachers and whatever, whatever. So um, obviously we had a lot of time to just talk because it was just the five of us in this class and we did independent research and stuff like that. So um, this was my sophomore year in high school and the teacher of the class like he was a huge star wars nerd and so when the prequels was coming out like every day we would go to class and he's just like talking about star wars and how he can't wait till the prequel comes out and like all this stuff and i'm like what are you talking about like i had no idea what was going on so um my dad was like hey i got the star wars like dvds okay oh cool i finally get to find out what this is all about and i started watching them and i just like fell in love with the like the stories and the like everything and i was just like and i think part of it too was like his enthusiasm for it like you know just kind of rubbed off on me because i was just like oh now i can go to school and i can talk about this stuff and like not be lost in the conversation um so that's how i got into it and then from there i just like i love to read like science fiction fantasy and all that stuff so then i was like i want more star wars so then of course you go to the books and you start finding all the fan fiction (laughs) and all the lore and all this other stuff and you're like oh like it goes so deep (laughs) 
<laughs> and um yeah so yeah i was like i was one of those oh guys dude who, love yeah. it you'd fit in you <laughs> would literally fit them. in with our guys in my <laughs> my buddy's spot all my other buddies in the podcast like one of them Jarrett, like he makes these little star wars action figures and like paints them like this is like the culture of star wars that i don't understand in the slightest and like i love it i think star wars is fun to go watch i'll go see the movies but like the depth is like too much it's just when you when you really get into like the deep deep i mean it's changed now with the whole disney taking over and relaunching everything but when you get into the deep lore of like what they're calling now the expanding universe and or the can the legendary universe whatever they're calling it now um, that's what really kind of gets you. Yeah, in there. the good stuff that Disney like ignored this. or just forgot existed. Yeah, because like we started looking at like the old Republic and <sighs> like it. all that stuff. Oh, it's like that's what like the story, the real, real yeah. stories are. Where you're just like, oh man, this is amazing. This is great. And then like you know, you get to see all these different worlds and you get to see all the different types of Jedi's and uh, Sith lords and all this stuff. Yeah, I guess I watch this all day. Yeah, but <laughs> the Jedi um, Academy, the Sith Academy, <laughs> I don't blame you. Korriban. Yeah. Um, Dan Tween. Yeah, like there's so much um in there that yeah, it just it just, it just takes you down that that kind of you know like like most fantasy you get into like the lore like that's what draws everybody to fantasy, right? Is the lore and the backstories and the world building and all that. And um so like that's what the legends kind of gave to us Star Wars okay. fans. It was like it gave us what the movies did. Yeah. Because you're like, you know, you watch you see the movies and you're kinda like uh, once you see the movies, you're like, okay, but what was happening on all these other worlds? Right. You know? Um, and that's what the books gave you. They gave you all of that. And you're just like, oh, okay. And then you get to see. And then when they start tying that into the movies, then you're like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, you meant, he mentioned this master. And you're like, okay, I remember that master from the book. And, like, you know, stuff like that. And then you're like, it just, you just, it, it all connects. And then, yeah, it just makes for a good story. But, um, which I, I like to see that Disney's now kind of bringing some of that stuff back into. Oh, um, they have to because their writing has been horrid. <laughs> Which is what yeah, we talked yeah. about in that podcast. Yes. We were just <laughs> raking them yeah, through. The, we were just pulling them through. We were like, Disney, get it together. Well, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's the Mandalorian sweet, though. The Mandalorian is sweet. The Mandalorian And honestly, is Max, because you enjoy the Mandalorian, if there's one thing I think that would also help increase your fandom... Um, it will be playing Knights of the Old Republic. Dude, you're like the fifth person to tell me that. Because like so it, many people tell me I should play that game. That, trust me, yeah. as someone who owns it on three different platforms, um, the game is entirely fun. Now, it's from like 2003. So Sweet. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's an old Bioware game. So there's, it's good. It's got a great story. Obviously, it's going to be a little clunky because of just the fact that it's an old game. Yeah, it's probably gone. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's an amazing story, and the beauty of it is that not only is it an amazing story, but it's not about the Skywalkers, and that's part of the problem with Star Wars right now is everything is still focused on the Skywalker story and not around yeah. other great Star Wars stories. But yeah, Knights of the Old so Republic, there. trust me, that will help you be like, hey, you know what? I kind of get it. Now, you may not start making figurines. Um, I'm not there. <laughs> I'll am, leave that for my buddies. I, 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 I'll let them there. handle that. I am not going to make figurines. I don't have the dexterity to make figurines. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Yes. Like, it's just Same. It's not going to happen. But I will read yeah. a book. I might write a fan fiction or two or something like that. Um, I, we, we, 
past episodes of this show, we have postulated what could be in Star Wars. Um, yeah, like I'm like they're talking about these three new books that are coming out that are supposed to be um, centered around the. Is it the old Republic? No, no I wish it was, but it's not. It's, it's the, the new Republic, Republic I think. Um, but yeah, we were we were um, some me and some guys that that I used to work with. We were like geeking out about it, and we were like, "Oh, if they make movies with the old Republic, like that's what I really want to see. I want to see uh, uh, the movies." Do the old republic how, sto- how stoked are you for ahsoka to be in uh the mandalorian extremely oh, so excited because everyone's freaking out about so that excited. right like yeah i can't well, because wait. she's she's like <laughs> she's that she's probably everyone's favorite non-skywalker jedi right like she never became a jedi though. yeah but she's a force she, she yeah but she still can but she's still she's a, a force jedi, but, you know <laughs> No, she never became a Jedi. Well, she according to the Google search, it says she's a former Jedi. That's yeah. what it says on Google. I yeah. can only well, tell you what she was in training. Yeah, so that's what Google says. So she was one. I mean, she was a Padawan. That makes you a Jedi. She just never reached the rank of a master, much like a, yeah. another famous Padawan who never reached the rank of master. Yeah. Right. You know, so yeah. she was a Jedi. She just <laughs> left. She, she left says, the order. She says it in the, just like you know, but so many other great characters in have left the order. Kyle Katan left the order. Jolie Bindo yeah. from K, from Knights of Republic left the order. Like we we actually like a lot of the characters who left the order. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because the Jedi Order. Oh, we're, we're not, not going to get into that. Gonna <laughs> we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> another hour. I'm just going to um, smile and act like I know what's going on. <laughs> no, but my, my Max, I'm, I would say definitely. You have an Xbox, right? I don't. I just have a PS4. You, you just have the PS4. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you can do is, do you have an iPad? Really, yeah, if you're really interested, if you have an iPad, you, I think the game is like five bucks on Ooh. iOS. Well, maybe I'll check it out on the iPad then. IPad? Yeah, because I have it on iOS also, and I have it on my MacBook. And I that actually sounds like Xbox. that sounds like a very fun game for five bucks on my iPad. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> like, for the low cost of five dollars, that makes me want it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it, I mean it's a great story. It is fantastic. If you don't want to play the game, you can just like I found one time I watched it. I was really bored. <laughs> no, no, you're in good company. The These are the things I do too. No, no, no. This is it very was, good company. Yeah, I appreciate no, it this. Was on, so it was on. It was on YouTube, and someone cut together all the cuts. Oh, nice! And made it into one long like. Movie. That's awesome. <laughs> it was pretty cool. It was like twenty. That minutes is long, legit. But, um, yeah, and it's like, hey, I don't have to play the game, but I get to see love it. The whole story of, you know. The, no, I was right. Four ninety nine on on uh, on i on the app. I'm gonna look into that. I'm gonna yeah. look into it. Get it? It's it's worth. That's it. sweet, dude. Well, That's a great we'll, deal. But yeah, it was yes. a great game. And and and, and if it, you don't like it, like I will give you your five dollars back. No, 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 no. Enjoy. No, I'll, I'll, I'll give my buddies a hard time if I don't like it. That's what's going to happen, and then that'll create more content for our show. It'll be wonderful. Let's see, there you they're go. Be so excited. They'll, they'll, they'll be so hyped. They're gonna be so. They'll, excited they'll probably if they if don't playing. tell them they're gonna be like, what show did they go to? We need to send them a gift basket and thank them. <laughs> yeah, we'll take the edible arrangement basket. So they're healthy. <laughs> edible arrangement. Yeah, send an edible arrangement. Over so speaking speaking Nation of podcast. your friends at the Infinity Bros podcast, how did that get started? So, like a lot of podcasts, right? Just a couple buddies that think we can talk. We can actually talk about stuff. Um, so, I was a radio minor 
um, in college. I actually had an internship lined up with a local sports radio station here. Nice. And um, kind of chose a different career path. Nice. It's the voice. Yes, I was going to do radio. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> We found a voice. We found another voiceover uh, actor. Let's mark that down. There we go, voiceover uh, actor. Because like, um, when we first started talking, I was like, "Man, his mic presence is incredible." Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can navigate my way through a mic. Um, <laughs> so I was like, "Hey guys, we should all get get um, you know, microphones and do this." And I said, "I'll edit it." And so one of my other buddies, Isaac, who kind of runs all of our social media stuff, was really passionate about that and has really taken it and i mean it's just kind of grown i mean we have a deep community like you guys we we call it the uh infinity bros universe uh it's very deep it's everywhere it's infinite and so like geek nation podcast is part of the infinity bros universe and uh so like that's just how we that's how we are so it, it started just like with kind of us just getting out there and doing something but it's really exploded and ballooned into this like i'm not talking with people i've never met in my life on a computer that i'm having a time of my life this is fantastic um and so, uh, yeah, that's kind of how we got started. I, I think for us, we just really, we, we like talking about these things, but we want a healthy way to utilize this as opposed to sitting around the campfire, proverbial campfire or the proverbial game night table, having the same discussions over and over. Our wives need a break from hearing it. <laughs> so this, thus we're here and it's a much better time when I can close my door and my wife can go upstairs and go to bed and not worry about what's going on here. So it works, yeah. But it, I mean, it's it, it it really runs because of the people on it. I mean, my friends are hilarious; they're ridiculous, and uh, they. But but everybody kind of does their own thing. Like we do stuff on streaming. We have there's six of us, so it's just nice we can do streaming stuff. We can do a couple episodes a week. Like we just we we kind of are able to get more quantity done versus people who have two or three. Um, that's hard. It's just hard to create content. And so, yeah, we know. So, like, it's just nice. Like, somebody will go on one day, somebody will go on another day. And then, like, you know, Jarrett, one of our other guys, he'll run our Discord channel. Um, and just like, it just kind of flows well. So, I think it's a unique blend of friendship, uh, passion for the things we're talking about, just like you guys are talking about, but also, um, you know, just building community. It's fun to build community with people across um the world that you don't know and uh it's it's exciting to bring them in and part of your extended universe that's kind of how we look at it so yeah i'd say that's how it is that's a long-winded answer that's awesome that's a fantastic that'll work that was great yeah i think um we're in a similar boat uh yeah you know with two guys that just we were like yeah we're always debating and arguing about this stuff let's put it out there just put it on yeah (laughs) I'm sure there are other people like us. Uh, the other thing with us, too, is just like um, the culture that we grew up in, both yeah. of us, it was just like you, there was no place for mm. us. You know, there's no <clears> place <throat> for this cool kid kind of jock who was also a nerd who liked to read fantasy books and talk about comic books. Know, and anime. It's exciting that that's changing. That's like changing now. I, it is. But it, then it's like I, I, in some ways I kind of hate it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, yeah. It was your thing. You guys were in when it was. Yeah. You you weren't you weren't there. You don't know what it was like. You weren't you know, it's like the old Kobe, like you weren't shooting no. you weren't shooting movies. No, you gym. were not. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't there when it was yeah. cool. Um <laughs> crazy story here. Before, I'll, I'll, yeah. I so with my job I work with high school kids and just get to know a lot of high school kids. So I was at I was at a family's house that I'm really close with and one of their students, their son's is ninth ninth, ninth grader. He's in his garage and he's got like four girls and two kids in there, two guys in there. Like, what are they doing? He goes, oh, Brandon's just doing his, it's his Dungeons and Dragons group. 
he was outnumbered four girls to three guys as the dungeon master in his group. And I was like, wow. that is a sign of the times. Yes. Things have changed mightily. Yeah. Drastic. Yeah. Because yeah. it was like my man. In the 80s, if you said you played Dungeons and Dragons, one, you were um, <laughs> you were definitely in the satanic church. For and, sure. And two, uh, and two oh, yeah. no woman was going to talk to you. For uh, sure. Yeah. Crazy. Like, Insane. That was, that was not going to work. I remember... So I remember this is like middle school. Um, this kid that he was like he was um like he was he was nerdy and kind of just like kept to himself and stuff like that. And like, but he could draw like really well. And so like he used to just kind of just sit around, you know, and just drawing and stuff like that. And I remember he used to have like he's walk around with the Magic the, the Gathering cards, and like he'd be like playing and like you know reorganizing his deck and stuff like that. So one day like I'm talking to him and I'm like. Yeah, what is that? So he's like explaining it to me, and I was like, "That sounds like fun! Like, it sounds <laughs> that, sounds, cool, right? that sounds amazing! And, um, can I play?" Yeah, I was like, oh, "Can I play?" <laughs> like, so he's like teaching me. Like, we were on the the bus or thing, and he was like teaching me how to play and like, you know, the, the point system and all that stuff. And I was like, "This is a lot of fun." I'm like, but who am I gonna play with? Because like, none of my all my friends are gonna be like, "You're a nerd!" Like, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? So I used to like sneak like after school. And like go play with him. Like That's go, like, awesome. Play behind, like, behind <laughs> that is so awesome. Like, and me, me, me underneath we the bleachers like, <laughs> for sure. It's insane because <laughs> it was like because like I, it was oddly enough like I was pretty popular in school. Um, I guess probably because I played sports, but I also was super nerdy and like like I said straight A's and I was all in all these like AP classes and stuff like that. So it was like it was always weird. Like I remember my friends would be like, "Wait, you're smart." Like, you know, because they'd just be like, I didn't know, like, you know, like especially like when poor car time would come around or whatever. And they're like, oh, man, you know, I got a D or whatever. And they're like, Dave, what'd you get? And I'm like, um, A's and B's. <laughs> uh, I roll or, yeah. you know, straight A's or whatever. And like, you were you hey. were literally the definition of a nerd. <laughs> yeah, I was. That's hilarious. <laughs> and like I used to geek out about science stuff and all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, that was my little funny story like yeah it wasn't cool to play magic of the gathering you know i had to go sneak behind the <laughs> like under the bleachers <laughs> <laughs> i love it i remember um i think i still have them actually like i bought like a deck and like i like hit it from like my friends wow. and my brother because um, my brother's like a year and a half well no he's two years younger than me so um you know we had the same friends and stuff like that and like I would like hide it in my room, like <laughs> so that's would find I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, I my 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 story is very similar to that, but uh, I won't go into it. But needless to say, uh, most people did not share my enthusiasm for Star Trek or anime, especially in the eighties. Like I was watching, um. Well, actually, I was watching Christian anime, Superbook, and Flying House, and then I was also watching. Um, I, I love really Superbook and Flying House. I, it. I loved it. <laughs> I, I'm grown man. My kids ain't even watch it no more because they're preteens. I still watch it. Um, but I was also watching you know, Robotech, um, and uh, you know, Dragon Ball Z. You know, cause that's that's I mean, it's cartoon. Um, easy to me so i was watching all that stuff and you know guys in the football team guys in the basketball team that that never heard of it let alone understood it 
Um, they were not going to watch anything with subtitles. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, because they yeah, didn't like wa- to read. watch, yeah, that watching martial arts movies that weren't dubbed was too hard for them. So, oh my gosh, yeah. So, I, I just didn't. Uh, I had to play both sides. So, I uh, like, uh, like Dina said, you know, we were having these conversations, and I was like, hey, let's just record it and see if anybody listens. And you know, we love been, it. <laughs> we've been we've been having fun, and Here we've been we doing it in sense. And well, whether the people were listening or not, we keep recording. So, hey, we'll take it. Yeah. Awesome. So we, but it's it's expanded. it has expanded. It's definitely become popular. I mean, what, how many people we got in our group now? Two two eighty, I think. Last time, uh, last time yeah. I, I had to prove somebody. I'm like I didn't realize this many jeeks were out there. Oh, there's more. <laughs> there's more, and then we're we're trying to get them to come out the come out the uh, the closet, trying to you know embrace their their inner <laughs> the, their the inner jeek closet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. only be one or the other. You can't be both, apparently. But now we, we we break that mold. Which is so weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Well, you know, I mean, I got to give it to Marvel for definitely helping with that. Well, see, but you know. but you know, some of that animosity has come out because of Marvel. Because now, you know, they're like people come up to me and like, yeah, yo, so and so was great, and I love that character. I'm like, man, you wouldn't listen to me talk about that character ever. <laughs> you know, five years ago, like, what are you talking about? Or hey. they want to correct you on Ant Man's oh. such a good movie. You could have cared less. You were mocking Ant Man years right? ago. I'm like, oh, right. oh, Ant Man, you, you're talking because see, when people say Ant Man now, they're talking about Scott Lang. When I say Ant Man, right. I'm talking about Hank Pym. Yep, Hank Pym. That yeah. you know, like even course. for like so I was in a I was I was in a conversation with somebody before Black Panther came out. Mm-hmm. And I told them, I said, you are going to see a movement you've never seen before with Black Panther after this movie comes out. I said, there's going to be people that are going to claim they're from Wakanda moving forward. <laughs> I said that like a year before. And he's like, why would they say that? I'm like, because the history of America says they're going to say that. They're yeah. like, because they don't have anything else to say. So they're going to say Wakanda. And sure enough, what happened? Wakanda forever happened. There it yeah. is. And chimney. I, I mean, didn't, didn't Trump say something about like Wakanda or something? Everybody po- says some, something about some politician Wakanda. was like, yeah, we've got to keep our trade, whatever Wakanda. And people were like, dude, you realize Wakanda is not real, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, Wakanda probably wouldn't be trading with you right now. Yeah, exactly. Trade with them. They don't really trade with anybody. That's kind of Wakanda's how they are. going to be like, yeah, right. that's kind of how it works. That's how they roll. But that's no, not, I mean, like, they it's. It is interesting how Marvel's done that. It's been really interesting to see, and we'll. See, I mean, how long can they go? It's a real well, they, question. Well, if they build Wakanda Land and, and Walt Disney World, I'm just going to move there. Um, you know that's coming. It, <laughs> I think it, we it all. Needs, there, it's that's it totally to down down the way. That's it, that's coming. They would be foolish to not try. At this point, just build a Marvel world. But no one wants to live in a Marvel, Marvel universe. Yeah. No, because a Marvel, Marvel universe. universe is a not a fun place to live. If you make it Wakanda, that's one thing because it's always been hidden and protected and safe. The rest of yeah. the Marvel world is not a fun place to live. That would not. That's be fair. Nice. You, you don't want. You don't want to go to. Nah, I don't, I don't want to live, live in, uh, on Earth six one six. You don't Earth six one. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, Harlem's bad enough as it is. Are you Hell's sure? Kitchen, like yeah, I ain't trying to. We live could make there. a fictional Hell's Kitchen where it's always dark and raining. <laughs> yeah. See. Yeah, I ain't trying to live. I there. think it'd be great. Always dark and raining. <laughs> well, that's going to be. That's the only way he can see. If it's well, yeah. And, or if you're Daredevil, <laughs> he can't truly see anyway. So that's, you know. Yeah. Or if you're drunk like Jessica Jones. That's what, that's what I mean. Um, yeah. <laughs> You've got, you either you're hanging with the drunk chick or you're hanging with the, the blind guy. And yeah. Yeah. It's Exactly. <laughs> 
and and occasionally you see Spider-Man. occasionally Spider Man comes through <laughs> Hell's Kitchen or in Punisher. That's that's fun. You better hope you didn't jaywalk that day before you get a cap busted in you. <laughs> well, we're going to move on to, um, amazingly, to our What Are You PWC, playing, watching, or creating. We're going to talk about playing. Uh, we know what Max is going to be playing. Max is going Apparently. to be playing Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. And then if I'm him, I'm not going to tell Starting. his co-host because they'll probably get on him about it. <laughs> and they'll probably make you like record it and like put it on mm-hmm. YouTube or something. Um, mm-hmm. we'll definitely play the game. Stream it. But you need DNA. <laughs> what have you been playing lately? Over the past week. Uh, <laughs> what have I played this week? Oh man. What did I play this week? Oh, I was playing No Man's Sky. That's again. okay. Um I am addicted that to That is game. okay as well. I confess. I probably I'm still have more money than you, but that's all right. <laughs> you probably do. <laughs> And that's all well and good. I worked hard. Yes, I did not. I didn't get a silver spoon shoved in my mouth. Like Like me. (laughs) Yikes. I'm that person. Um, (laughs) Worked hard for my stuff. Um, I do need to move my base very soon, though, because my planet has. It changed your planet. See, Um, yeah. (laughs) So Max looks really lost. Um, No Man's Sky is like solo Star Trek. Um, It's a beautiful, fantastic game. That you can get on Xbox uh, Steam or on the PS4 if you have Game Pass, which I have now. You can play X, uh, you can play No Man's Sky right now because it is on Game Pass. Is it? Oh. Yes. It, 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 there's a lot of things on Game Pass. So I have Game Pass. I just said that. I have Game Pass now, but you did not know that. You mean, <laughs> I you now mean have us. Game Pass. I did it. Um, I was streaming with uh, some of our friends that love Thy Nerd, and... We were playing Destiny. They wanted some help getting the Xenophage exotic um, machine gun. I had done it, so I'll walk you through it. But I did not have Shadowkeep because I was still playing the free-to-play version on Xbox. And I was like, wait, Game Pass is only a dollar for the first month. Maybe I'll just sign up. So I signed up, and uh, Game Pass told me that because I have Xbox Gold, um, which carries over to 2021 that after that one dollar i'm not going to get charged at 14.99 until october 2021 so now i pretty much have a year of game pass that's uh, already been paid for that's pretty sweet. sweet and um i've never played gears of war um they're all four of them in game pass i've never played um even though i have an original xbox i've never played halo i'm now going to start playing halo um halo reminds me so much well that's Destiny. because bungie made halo and Bungie well, <laughs> Destiny. Um, so I'm going to play some Halos I've never played. And um, there, I'm, I haven't... I played Fable 1, but never played Fable 2 or 3, so I'm going to play that too. And there is a whole uh, ton of stuff on Game Pass that I am now going to play. And I'm quite excited. Impressive. Because uh, I did not yeah. expect that I was going to play I any of should get Game Pass. You should probably get it, especially since you're playing on getting the system. You should probably get it. I mean, yeah, and I still have my Xbox. That's so, true. Even though, even though you don't, t- you haven't touched that thing in like a year. <laughs> I don't. I mean, once I started gaming on PC, it was just like PC. Or oh lord, nothing. here we go with the PC master race <laughs> stuff. Here we go. Yeah, PC <laughs> people. Master that's how you guys are, man. Here we go. <laughs> it's all of you them know, too. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. A, I, I'm not a PC master race though. I, I still do enjoy console. I still do enjoy part of it is because like i enjoy just kicking back and like with a controller just in the couch mm-hmm. and 
not like, sitting at my desk with the mouse and keyboard and all that. That's, um, and I guess because I've always been a casual gamer, you know, actually, I, I guess I've been a hardcore gamer, but, um, you know, a hardcore gaming while casual. I guess. You're a medium yeah. core gamer. That's what we'll call that. Medium core. <laughs> while sitting casually, I'm hardcore, but sitting <laughs> casually. Um, so, yeah, like, uh, you know, I have to have my days where I'm like, okay, I really actually feel like sitting at a desk and playing PC games. Um, so I'm not PC masterist, but I do see what everybody's been talking about now. Because before I was like, what do I care? I don't care. Um, the graphics on PS4 are great. The graphics on Xbox are great. Like, what are you talking about? PC is better. But now, like, seeing it for myself, I'm like, oh, now I see what you're talking about. <laughs> now it all yep. makes sense. Um, but yeah, I'm not one of those, like, you know, master race knobs. Like, oh, you guys play on consoles. You don't, you're not real gamers. Not yet, uh, yeah, though. I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't betrayed us that far yet. But I do enjoy PC games, and also I found them to be cheaper. That's um, true too, because yeah, like like on Steam, I get stuff on Steam for like, I think I got No Man's Sky for like ten bucks, and yeah, like you rarely see that on consoles unless it's super old, and you know nobody's playing it anymore, which kind of defeats or, the purpose. Or or your you know? or someone yeah. named Tim says, "Let's all play this game. It's really cheap." And then we buy it, and he never plays. Yeah, talking about you too. Yeah, we're not going to talk about um, that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> we're going to cut this segment short um, because we went down a previous rabbit hole. So that is going to be it for what are you PWC? But we want to hear from you, Jeeks, about what you're playing, what you're creating, and what you are watching. Wait, did we go? With Max? We, yeah, Max is going to be playing Knights of the Republic. No, I'm playing Knights of Ma- the Republic. Max has his assignment. Max, Max. I was given homework. I didn't know yeah. I was coming to get homework. Max is now Max got knows homework. what the deal is oh, now. Every, everyone leaves the Jeek Nation with homework. <laughs> that's part. That's, that's part, part of the, of the job. job. Yeah. All right. You got to discover right, something new when you come on the show. <laughs> I've, I've learned my lesson. I'm learning. Here we are. <laughs> so we are gonna, and we we will definitely follow up with Max after he finishes the game, um, oh, because there are so many no, questions we're gonna have for him. Oh yeah. The pressure no, is no, I'm so nervous. Now I'm actually like legitimately nervous. <laughs> be nervous. Be afraid. <laughs> we are going to drill you on this game. And we want to know, and we want to hear you gush about how you much you love it and how much you wish you would have played oh, it when yeah. it came out. And how you're a new. Uh, oh, well, well, yeah. Well, we don't have to go sure. that far. Uh-huh. Yeah. We don't have to go that far. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Well, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're definitely the grill mother game. We'll just talk to your girls. Dude, those are the guys. You want to talk Star Wars? You literally t- call all five of them before you call me. <laughs> so how's Max doing? Is, did he actually play? They're gonna movie? be like, they're that gonna be like, true. Max is a fake. <laughs> Max is a fraud. Oh, uh, we won't have Max be a fraud. We won't do that. Not at all. Okay. But we're gonna go with some quick hits, and I'm gonna promise to make them quick because, yeah, we sure are. You know, who am I lying to? All right. So first, <laughs> sure you will. Brilliant. Iron Fist, new mini series, six book series from Iron Fist, of Iron Fist, from Iron Fist. He ain't writing nothing. Um, from Marvel, of Iron Fist. It's going to be helmed by legend Larry Hama and artist David Wachter on Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon. Will this help revive the debacle that Netflix 
caused in the popularity of Iron Fist? I say no. no. Wow. You don't think this can help? Because, you know, like the vast majority of MCU fans or um, in this case, Netflix fans don't read the comics. Right. Um, They think they they like to pretend that they do. Mm -hmm. They like to pretend that they know all the history and tell you everything about the character that you've been reading about for the last fifteen years. Yeah, um, like, yeah, like when they were like, "Oh, <laughs> Colleen and and uh, and Danny, they're a couple goals." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, you know, Danny and Misty right. Knight are married in the books, and they have a kid, but you know, whatever." Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let's just blow Misty Knight so, off. Yeah. You're right. Let's blow her yeah. off. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. So. Um, yeah. I, I don't. You know. <laughs> For the for the the hardcore fans, or even just the casual fans that actually read the comics, it, there's no need to revive, you know, to restore any reputation because you already know. Yeah, we but we don't claim Finn Jones. The, sorry. Yeah, for I mean, for the 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 rest of the the, the casual fans um, that only watch the movies and only watch the the series. What, gonna, what about the new the books? They probably don't even know. What about the new out. ones? Because like the MCU and the Netflix series have created some new people going into the books. Because um, we had a lot of people that they didn't know. They didn't know that any of those four that on Netflix existed. They didn't know about Daredevil. They didn't know about Luke Cage. They definitely didn't know about Jessica Jones because she's the most obscure of them all. And they likely did not know about Iron Fist. Um, you had two shows that were great. One show that was good in one show unfortunately that was a flop but defenders was decent enough to you know warrant possibly someone liking the character of iron fist despite the portrayal being lackluster but i i, I gotta ask who would want to watch who would want to read the books after watching the show no one well, one you, <laughs> you know, know that um well one you know that the martial arts aren't going to be bad now <laughs> yeah but i mean if 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 i mean i'm just thinking about it from my per- like okay if i'm new to mm-hmm. iron fist and my first introduction to iron fist is the netflix series i don't <laughs> want anything else to do with iron fist <laughs> like i mean i may watch defenders you know just because i like the other mm-hmm. three um but outside of that I'm not going to be like yeah you know let me go look into this and maybe Netflix just did a bad job Um, yeah that's not likely going to happen like I'm probably just going to be like you know what I'm going to pick up this Luke Cage comedy instead or I'm going to pick up this Daredevil comic instead or you know any other vast number of Marvel comics out there you know with the bigger MCU movies I'll pick up one of those characters um rather than Iron Fist because that was already terrible and I have no interest unless you're like really somehow which they didn't even do a really good job of was like you know got into like the backstory like yeah, the origin really story and stuff it, at least if they would have did that then you would be like oh you know what that's pretty interesting you know what let me go back and read the comics right even though the, the show was bad um, but they didn't even do a good job of that it was just like they started from him you know being back in America and you know, basically taking over, taking back his company, and yeah, like you didn't even really see the Iron Fist until what was that? Like the third or yeah. fourth episode. <laughs> so you're like, 
what is this? Max, it looks um, like your 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 wheels are spinning in your head. What do you think? I, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I mean, you guys are nailing it. I mean, the other part is defenders. Defenders for me was really good. Mm-hmm. I really like defenders. I actually think the deficiencies of season one assisted with defenders because okay. That makes sense. Danny Rand's character was able to not have to be the focal point on a team that realistically, in terms of power level, he probably could have been the focal point. And in reading the comics, he obviously has much more. He's the best fighter. To just completely disregard Kun Lun was ridiculous. That was insane. And to not have the the dragon in it and to just like... It was just foolish. It didn't look good. But you're you're really nailing it, too. Well, and and the other part is, if we're looking at it from a comic book perspective, love it. I'm excited for this series. Mm -hmm. I don't really care in regards to the MCU, like how the comic does. Right. He's great. He's dynamite. He's a great character. Yes, indeed. Where the MCU needs to work with this is with Shang-Chi. He -hmm. needs to be introduced in that that Mm -hmm. series. But let Shang-Chi be the... Shang-Chi. Let him be Shang-Chi first, then let's introduce Danny Rand and play on the fact that he's a goofy white guy that got pulled into this weird world. Right. And let's send Shang-Chi there <laughs> and let's explore yeah. through <laughs> let's explore through through that character's eyes. I want to go to that world in his eyes. I don't want to go there with Danny Rand first. I, I like that idea. Right. Um and, and like Shang-Chi uh, I don't know if you know like um I forget his name, but the the the, the actor that playing Shang Chi from Simu Simu Liu, I believe is his name. I know I, I he's, like, he's from mispronouncing K- his name. Yeah, he's it's Korean. That's why I always mess it up because I want to because yeah. I want to pronounce it with a Chinese with a Mandarin accent, but it's it's but it's not. He's Korean anyway, and he's from home, Canada. Yes, he's Canadian. Homeboy, homeboy from Kim's Convenience. Super um, weird. Posted that uh, they just wrapped up. Um, actually, it's not super weird. Um, but I have a lot of Asian friends um, who explained to me the whole Chinese and Koreans in Canada thing. Um, but they just finished wrapping up filming Shang-Chi um, after nine yeah. months of filming. So uh, 20, That movie's going to be dynamite. 2021 is going to be super dope for that. Oh, gosh, I mean, and it's wait. like pretty much an entirely all Asian cast. Yes. Um, and it's going to be... It's going to be fantastic. I am super excited. We're going to get a like a kung fu MCU movie. Yeah, I don't think people are ready for that. The kung fu genre is coming back yeah, after that. They're dude. not ready. They're they, not yeah, ready especially if the fight choreography is good. Like if it's, you know it will be. Well, here's the thing. I, I, it better be because the fight choreography has been to me like the biggest drop in the MCU. Eight million cuts wow. in one uh, on on well. The, I, I, oh, here's, I, here's I the think thing. It's, I'm a bit of a fight choreography. I'm a bit of a fight choreographer. I own 50 Jackie Chan movies. Okay, I'm a bit of a fight choreography snob. Um, I, I don't know. At least 50 Jackie Chan movies, probably 10 Jet Li movies, uh, probably 10 Donnie Yen movies. Like, I am a stickler on fight choreography. I hate multiple cuts. I, I don't. I don't like when the fact that you can't, if you can't shoot a fight scene right, when mm-hmm. you're pulling away because you're trying to show that there's no, you know, and trying mm-hmm. to hide the fact that there was no impact and all that, you're, that's not a good fight scene to me. I, w- I, f- I feel like that's a prerequisite for this one, though. Right? To, like, to I me, feel it like, should be. I, I think it should be. I, I, I feel like if they drop the ball there, everyone's going to have negative feedback for this movie. Yes. And that's yeah. why I'm hoping yeah. that it ushers in a better era. Of fight yeah. choreography for the MCU movies, especially for those who That's fair. do martial arts 
as part of you know their their main fighting style, um, like the Gamoras and um, yes, you know the Black Widows. Because mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. when the only shot you can do of Johansson's stunt double is that continued um, heads, you know, head scissor take you know takeover, mm-hmm. um, takedown into it's like, dude, she's done that in four movies now. Like, please shoot another <laughs> shot. That's her bit. That's her bit, though. <laughs> But it's, but again, I get it. I get what you're saying. I do. I I know. I'm. I know. I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to that. I know my expectations are high. I think it's fair. I think it's fair. This this has to be a kung fu movie. It has to be be a kung fu movie. I agree. Yeah, it's got to be a kung fu movie. It's got to be on that upper level. Uh, And because it's Chang Chi, he's supposed to be the greatest martial artist in you know in the world. Like it's got to be top level. And Kevin Feige, I trust. Kevin's not going to let us down, dude. I yeah, yeah. He's he's been good so far. I. <laughs> Just don't let JJ Abrams get his hands on it. No, JJ ain't touch JJ oh, ain't touching a Marvel movie. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> We just we just upset the Star Wars fan. Everybody, calm down. Everybody, calm down. JJ is not doing any Marvel movies. Everybody, calm down. All right. So next next quick hit. Um, okay. We're going back to the heart. We're going back to the hardwood, and this is not a knock on the Bron, but Pat Riley is knocking on the Bron. Pat oh Riley. My gosh. Pat this is Riley stupid. says that the Lakers championship should have an asterisk to it, and oh the reason why is well, well, I'll see what you think about it. The reason is because Bam was hurt. And Goran was hurt. So he believes there should be an asterisk on this Lakers championship. Max, you're Sore your loser. Thoughts. Pat Riley's being a sore loser. He needs to shut his mouth on this subject. This uh, People have been making this argument, in my opinion, and, and I feel very strongly on this. I'm very interested to see what you, th- you think on this. Mm-hmm. I think this championship is very... This goes down as one for the for the record because... The demand mentally on those athletes to do what they did was incredible. Given the circumstances of what was happening culturally, given the demand of what was happening in their in their family lives, there was threat of COVID. I tip my hat to every team. I also think the Heat wouldn't have even been in the finals had they been playing a normal season. I think the Heat would have been out in the second round. I think the Bucks would have beaten them with a home court advantage. I, I think a lot of things would have been different. I think it would have been L.A. versus L.A., uh, and and I think it would have been a much better series. I don't think the the Blazers would have made in the playoffs. I think so many things didn't happen that would have happened had it been a normal year. I still think LeBron would have won, but this is a sore loser take. I don't buy it. Love Pat Riley, but I, I was floored when I read this. I was like, are you seriously saying this? Come on. This is a sore loser take. And the fact that your players got hurt, guess what? That's that's what happens. That's not LeBron's fault. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what I don't know how that's, that's their fault. That's part yeah. of the game. Well, you know, today it sounds like uh something Max listened to <laughs> when we talked about the bubble and the bubble effect because we yeah. said yeah. uh pretty much exactly all of that. Um two episodes. I did ago. not listen yeah. to that episode, no but further. I can't like I, I don't know how people can dog this playoffs. I don't know how they can. The playing field was level for everybody. Well, it can't say it was level, but it was different. Um, I we we both agreed that the Heat would not have made the finals in a regular um, non bubble playoffs. Um, the Bucks definitely probably would have won, and this is a different situation. Um, it's never happened like this before. We've they've never had a situation like this where there's got to be where there's a uh, a pandemic, and you've got this enclosure, and it's a different style 
of basketball, and we talked about that in depth in the last episode. So if you want to hear that in depth, watch the last or listen to the last episode. We go yeah. in depth about why there's differences because Scottie Pippen made comments about it. Um, yeah. I'm prob, but I also I also predicted predict, yes that if LeBron won, somebody was going to come out for sure. Say, I said multiple people that they were going to say this one doesn't count because this 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 and this. Um, you were correct. I, I feel like Pat. I mean, I feel like Pat Riley could have came up with a better excuse than, "Oh yeah, well, two of our key players are hurt." Like, uh, I don't buy that either, um, because you can. I mean, you can use that excuse on Thank any you. finals. That, that that was that was the point I was <laughs> like, going to make. If you didn't say it, yeah, every finals has had so you know, like you go all the way back to you're like, well, you know, uh. Yeah, well, you know, you, you know, if Kareem would have gotten hurt against the Sixers, they probably wouldn't even OKC need Game Seven. Won. Yeah. Uh, well, if uh, you know, if uh, if Isaiah doesn't get hurt in '88 with that ankle, you know, the Pistons win in '88. Well, uh, if Magic's right. hamstring isn't hurt in '89, then the Lakers win in '89. If Kobe well, doesn't tear his 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 Achilles, like yeah. oh, they would have gone on a run. Right. Come on, they would have gone. Yeah, come on, they, they were poised I mean, for it. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, don't don't uh, don't throw yeah, some injuries I mean, in I my think, like. There's there's eight yeah. million reasons why you could put an asterisk on this entire season. Agreed. But injuries I mean, is not one just, of them. Even just the fact that it wasn't not a chance. Injuries not is the one should, reason injuries that shouldn't even be in the conversation. Yeah, injuries is the one reason that makes zero sense. Makes you could talk Pat, about COVID. Pat Riley should be grateful his team was even there. Oh, that is ridiculous that the Heat were even there. That like it was it was borderline. That alone could be a reason for why you could make an argument that LeBron shouldn't get credit for a title because they were playing the Heat. Yes, that nobody, not even loyal Heat fans, were like they weren't like we're going to the finals. They were like crazy. They matched up so poorly against the Lakers. It was uh, Jimmy had to play out of his mind twice. He played his out of his mind the entire series, but those two particular games, yeah. I know, but he had to he had to play out of his mind just to have a chance to win is right. the point I'm making. And yeah, I mean he And, I, and as much as I respect Goran Dragic, yes, he was their second leading scorer, their leading scorer leading up to the finals. Uh since when has Goran Dragic been that type of a difference maker for any team he's been on? Like yeah. he's good, but yeah, he's, he's not, not that he's not that caliber. dude. He's not AD. He ain't AD level. Yeah, he's not that level, dude. And Bam is good, and Bam probably should be the most improved player of the year, but Bam also is not that dude. No. No And they showed it by winning, you know, without Bam and without Goron. So, like, don't don't act like, you know, without these guys, you would have been completely sunk because clearly you weren't. Pat Riley's crying. Yeah, and I, and Pat Riley's which, crying. Which, he's chill. What shocks me is that he's yeah, crying, and that, that shocks is me the too. reason why. Like, bro, there's that's what I mean. I mean, just you could have something better than injuries. Like oh yeah, what are you it's, it's, talking it's, about? Just, yeah, injuries. Like, what, what, yeah. what, 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 what So then, then no one's a real champion because you know what. Yeah, everybody yeah, has somebody got hurt. So on. you know, you know, Bird gets hurt. Well, that oh, that one doesn't count because Bird's you know Bird's back is hurting him. Yeah, Isaiah's don't buy it. I, come on, ridiculous. Part All of right. life. That's part of how it goes, people. Moving on. Yeah. Um, November twenty seventh, twenty twenty is the release date for the Nike Kobe five Pro Tro Bruce Lee's gentlemen, Copper Drop. 
Give a click on the link if you I'll if you haven't them. seen them there, Max. I have I've seen them. I just wanted to look at a picture of them again so I can give my deep analysis on shoes that I'll never buy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! No, this is. I mean, I'll sure I'll cop them, but I mean, like, I don't know if my wife is going to let me cop them. I mean, like, that's kind of oh, how this works out here, right? Yeah, I mean, like, would I look really fly and hip with it? Yeah, I'm sure I would, but I just don't think I don't know if it's gonna work. I the what's the price point on this? Am I reading this? Oh, hundred eighty. Oh man, yeah, that's a that's a deep price point for me, my friends. Uh, that is that's something else. Uh, it's a sweet looking shoe. It looks great. It's gonna look great on a lot of high schoolers' feet um, that I hang out with. Right, and you're like, I would, I would like those shoes. Can you get your Their feet are gonna look really cool, and then they're gonna go all slushy in the snow. (laughs) They're gonna go home and wash them. That's true. Yeah, I'll cop them just in time for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. Just in time to mess up the snow. Um, I actually, yeah, I love them. I, I think they're great. I would definitely cop them. Um, I actually prefer the alternate color better with the white and black. Um, but. I know the yellow and black is yes. classic Bruce Lee, so I understand why they did that. But um, dude, the I'm just I mean, seeing the alternate both. does way better. I agree, the alternates yeah, way yeah. better. Those are those, yeah, those are amazing. Um, yeah, I really like the alternate. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm like looking at them now. I'm like, I really the like alternates the alternate. where it's at. You're right. I, I like these. Um, I'm gonna agree. Like the alternate to me, the alternate is better only because I can actually wear it with something. I, yeah. I, I love, like, my car is yellow. I like yellow. Yellow is my daughter's favorite color. It's my mom's favorite color. I dig yellow. I don't own any yellow. So I got nothing that's going uh. to go with that. And I'm not about to go buy a Bruce Lee, you know, yellow with the black stripe jumpsuit to go with my non-existing yellow, you know, motorcycle or whatever. Like, I, I've got nothing. To, you know, I got nothing <laughs> it's just in time for Christmas. You could get it. it at the top price it'll ever be at, though. Yeah, you could pay like three hundred versus the typical two hundred you'd pay. It ain't, it ain't gonna happen. Um, if, I'm, right, if I'm gonna spend right, it, your choice. I, I will spend it on another pair of Elevens. Um, then, then the, I mean, I like these, and if I had the disposable income, I would probably cop them. Um, but I would probably cop the uh, alternates just because. Again, I'm not about to start decking out in yellow. Um, it's just, <laughs> don't think it's gonna make me look good either. You know, all that yellow. Um, looking like I look, oh, yeah, I, yeah, got I got big, big feet, feel like so. Big Bird or something like that. I I ain't trying to have that. Um, that, yeah. but I think they're dope. And for people who can pull off yellow, if I had the yellow motorcycle and if I could rock the yellow like that, it would be a most definite because they look great. Yeah. Like there's no doubt about it. But yeah, the regular this ain't for the regular Joe. I may actually just get these. I might actually get them. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I like either color, but. Uh, I have a feeling they're going to be hard to get. Definitely. Sneaker bots. Oh, God, I hate the bots. bots. Don't, don't get me started on the but, bots. Uh, and Aaron <laughs> and our community, we, we, you know, we, we send our, 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 our jig support. We hope you cop something because you've been taking a whole lot of L's. Thanks to those bots. Oh, he he's been so taking many, so many L's and so trying to get, these, to, these bots, try to get these kicks out here. It's rough. It's rough out here in these streets. You know, the, the bots actually, the bots ran me out of the game for about a year. It's it's a cruel bot world. It is. <laughs> um, we're going to go into the last quick hit. See, I've told you I'm going to make these quick. Um, we're going back to the Star Wars world real quick here. 
Uh, so The Mandalorian, if you didn't hear us talking about it earlier, returns season two this Friday, which you'll be listening to this uh, on Wednesday. So you'll have a day and a half, ultimately, to prepare for The Mandalorian season two, dropping Friday. And an interesting theory has come up about character Moff Gideon, played by the wonderful John Carlo Esposito. Um, and that theory is that Moff Gideon may be a former Sith Inquisitor. Now, Max is probably going a little too deep on for you on Star Wars knowledge. Um, so I will let Unique DNA take first dibs before I explain a little bit to you on the Inquisitor history. I think it makes perfect sense. Because of the Dark Blade? Because of the Dark Saber, yep. The saber, the dark saber, um, is sweet. The dark saber is sweet. Yes, it is. Yeah, that was like yes. that was a pretty sweet part of that last season he, of the he, season he finale. He cuts his way out, and oh, you're yeah. like, "Whoa, what? what is that?" I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. hold on!" I thought there was just lightsabers. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I didn't know yeah. this was a thing. Well, that, yeah, the dark saber. I was like, it makes perfect sense. Um, because yeah, I was like, how else could he have gotten it right? Um. There's not really a whole lot of other. There's ways not many, and like, it. even if it's like how, like how he would have gotten it if he wasn't one, because it's not like they're just be right. floating out there. Hey, here's this dark blade weapon, you know, used right. by this elite force just to kill Jedi. Like, how would you get your hands on that? Yeah. I mean, unless he's a former Mandalorian, um, which is also possible. possible, but. Not likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not likely. Yeah, I don't know. That wasn't really their thing, um, as far as like hunting down Jedi and, even, and stuff like that. And clearly, and even when they leave their the child is a yeah, force. Even user. when they leave their clans, so. they tend to you know stay underground, like they're not out there. Type. He's got too much, too much personality, too much flair to be Mandalorian. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. He has a way too much authority. Oh, in, uh, the, in the remnant uh, of. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Empire. He's leftovers. Yeah, he's got too much stroke for uh, him to be. It, it makes sense to me. It, it, it's probably not yeah. right, but it definitely makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense to me. I, I would, I would say it makes it makes total sense. And then you know, just his whole his his um, his armor and everything. It has that inquisitor yeah. look with the black and the you know they got the Empire emblem. That's true. And yeah, I mean, and they all wielded some kind of you know Sith mm-hmm. saber. Um, so yeah, it would make sense to me that he, yeah, that he somehow got the dark saber from killing off the last of the Mandalorian Jedi, the last one that you know owned it at the time, or well, who had it last? I have to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But either way, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's, he's he's an inquisitor. I think I don't know what that means. So but the I'm inquisitors, very excited. So, know, so, so in short, Max, the inquisitors were a um, were a hit squad um, that between between episodes three and four of, of Star Wars. So between um, you know between uh, what's it? What's three called? Because um, uh, I hated so Revenge, Revenge no, uh, yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Revenge of the Sith. Um, yep. There was a this hit hope. squad of 
uh, of Sith called the Inquisitors, and their job was to hunt down and kill the remaining Jedi. Um, so he's got the age definitely for right for being a former Inquisitor. Um, because which would actually now that we're talking about this, I know you're going into the exposition, but that would also make sense why Ahsoka would be in man, the new episode. That's of a good yes. point. Yeah, new season. I was going to mention that. That actually makes a it. ton of sense. Yeah. So it, I think even though it's it's a theory, it's nothing's confirmed. It makes a ton of sense, and I think would be really really cool because that would say to me that Disney is opening up their ideas uh, to using expanded universe stuff because that's all expanded universe you know lore story coming into the forefront yeah Yeah. that would be cool I would love to see um, which I mean I probably won't do it but who knows maybe I would love to see Thrawn in line of action too. Yeah, a lot of people said that. I don't know. And Max is probably like, who's Thrawn? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now now we're at the part where we're mocking me. All right, well, here we are. <laughs> every every show gets to this point at some point, and we've reached it at the two-hour two mark just, is where I'm we reached I'm just defending it. you. Like, you know, I, I can't expect you to react to something, but you probably is like, I've never heard of this person. What, no, there, there's okay. a guy with a blue face? Like, why it's is okay. there a blue face person here? Why are we talking about blue people? Isn't that Avatar? Blue people? Yeah. Blue? Uh, <laughs> uh, blue. The blue, blue band. Group. Blue band group. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Thrawn would be cool, but we don't. We don't want to. We, we'll save that rabbit hole for another time. Um, we're gonna hit. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna hit to our our main topic, which is a little fan casting fun to to end this episode. Um, if you haven't heard, if you're a fan of the uh, Assassin's Creed video game series, Netflix is going to have a live action uh, Assassin's Creed series that is currently in development, as well as animated and, and anime versions to follow. But for the live version, let's fan cast who you would think would work in the Assassin's Creed universe. Give me, give me two or three uh, actors that you could see playing these uh, legendary assassins. Hmm. Yeah, ruminate on that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, think about it. I hadn't thought about so. This. So I've got um, two. Okay. I've got two. Go and right ahead. Guess one. First. One was like one is an obvious one. So the obvious one for me is Jonathan Majors from Lovecraft Country. Um, okay. So he just got okay. casted as King, yes. the Conqueror. Um, which we talked about two, epi- uh, three episodes ago with Viet Hun. Give a listen. I am. I am all in on this guy. I am all in on this guy. I think he's been doing a dynamite job in Lovecraft Country. Um. He's just kind of one of those new up-and-coming actors that I can already tell is just going to be doing a lot of stuff. So he would be great. Um, if the prerequisite for this show is that they have to be European, um, Caucasian descent, then I would lean towards Shia LaBeouf. And the really? reason I'd lean towards Shia LaBeouf is a couple reasons. Okay. One is we haven't seen him in a buff role yet. So we haven't seen him in an athletic mm-hmm. role He's got the chops to work it. You mean Transformers I, wasn't uh, buff enough for you? Uh, that's a rabbit hole we don't want to go down tonight. Uh, uh, man, I digress. Uh, if only I had. If only I had three weeks. Um, you mean no, he wasn't I, buff in iRobot? I mean, 
<laughs> oh my gosh, he was an iRobot. No, I'm just a big Shia LaBeouf oh, fan. Wait. Oh, you forgot, he was, I forgot I robot, about that. Oh man, you totally kind of ruined my pick that. here. But anyway, we'll try to we'll we'll try to defend <laughs> that, it. After that you that wasn't my intention. I'm sorry. Continue. It was a great counter argument to why he shouldn't be in this movie. Actually, actually. I actually do like Shia LaBeouf. I just think I I really um, liked him in Peanut Butter Falcon. Um, if you haven't seen that movie, that's like unbelievable movie. That's probably his best acted movie in my opinion. Okay, I think he could do it, and I think it'd be kind of fun to if for like you know playing with the like he's in the future and he's getting strapped into the machine mm-hmm. and he's not as buff. I think that'd be kind of fun to play with. Then when he goes in, he's like more buff. Kind of, I, like, I think uh, there's something fun to be playing. Like a Steve I think Rogers, a little bit, yeah. But I mean, if 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 there's no, if it doesn't have to be European, then my first guess is majors. The first the first one I want is is majors because he just commands he he commands the screen. He does. Um, and in Lovecraft Country, he is just he's leading that show right now. Oh yeah, and he is going to be an unbelievable king. I I, I could not have picked a better king for the MCU. But I I'm all in on Jonathan Majors right now. I'm so excited about that actor. I dig it. I like that. Okay. Yeah, I like that pick. Um, I think I'm going to go with, and this might be unpopular. It probably will be. I'm scared now. I'll probably say Robbie. Wait, who? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That is unpopular. That is going to be unpopular. I hate how Arrow makes me not like him because I don't not like him. Um, he, but God, yeah, I just, he's so typecast as, as Arrow now that it's like, uh, and I don't want to be like that. I don't. He does fit the vibe for it. That's what I'm thinking. He does fit that vibe. It's not, it's more so like, he just has that, um, he has that vibe. (laughs) And then, um, when you think about like, like what also made me kind of think about it was, um, I don't know if you've seen Upload Mm -hmm. yet on, um. On uh, yeah. Amazon Prime. Oh, I haven't seen. I haven't like, seen that. Yet, the, but I saw the. It's kind of the same thing, right? Like he gets uploaded into the virtual world, and like he has to kind of, li- and like he did that so well. Like, see, I'm I need to like, watch oh, that man, because I, every I time I look at Robbie, I just think of his brother, and I think of him in um, and I think and I think <laughs> of him in Legends of Tomorrow, and I'm just like, no, no, not not Legends of Tomorrow. I think of him on in Flash as um, uh. What's it, what's this called? What's the name? Him and Professor Stein. Um, oh, um, Firestorm. Firestorm. Yes, I think of him as Firestorm. Firestorm. Like yeah. I, I can't think of him as anything else but, you know, but Firestorm. But I, sh- I, I do need to watch Upload because it looks hilarious. And Upload is Upload's fantastic. It does look. Really I love great. Upload. Great, great pick. Great callback. I forgot that I watched yeah. that a couple months ago. <laughs> well, it doesn't seem like that great if you forget. Twenty twenty has been that year that I've like forgotten everything that happened like months ago. Oh, because this is yeah. Uh, yeah, way. I'll give you a pass. We, on. We, we talked about this earlier. I was like, it's been three weeks, right? Yeah, now. I'll give you a pass on that. Okay, um, <laughs> I got you there. That makes sense. But yeah, Upload was Upload was awesome. I like. I definitely and like. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Was like it's similar, you know, sort of premise in the in the sense that like he's in this virtual world and all that. And I'm like, so I know he can pull that off, right? Because you've right? seen it happen already. already. Yeah, seen him do it. And we know he can kind of do the athletic thing. And yeah, I, I, I just think he'd be a great pick. Okay, so so Robbie Mel, any others that you can think of? 
Um, that's the first one that comes on the top of my head. I don't know. I guess if I think about it long enough, I'll okay. Another one. <laughs> I'm gonna. Right I'm now, gonna. I hadn't. I really. This is the one topic I hadn't like thought about much beforehand. Um, uh, but now that I'm thinking about it, now now that I'm hearing your picks, I'm actually coming up with a pretty unique one. Um, that I'm kind of surprised myself with. Um, he's a little older, but um, I think what's his now? Now I forget his last name. Um, dang, uh, what is his name? Now I'm mad at myself. Hold on, I'm gonna Google it. Um, <laughs> because Google it. Google never lets you down ever. For real, um, never. Just be prepared no, just, for all the ads yeah, you're gonna see about whatever show you're. I'm just gonna be right mad now. because I didn't remember <laughs> his last name. I'm generally like so good with names, and I don't want to look um, because I'm gonna be mad at myself for not remembering his. Ah, that's it. Jeffrey Donovan, a.k.a. Mm. Michael Weston. Yeah. From Burn Notice. Like, again, we've seen him. We've seen him as a spy. So, and he's got legit martial arts background. We know he can do the athletic stuff. We know he can do the fight scenes. Um, He's a little older, but he can still pass for someone in his early 40s. So, he's not too old to be, you know, to be an assassin. And I think he has the presence. He's got the experience that he could do a role like that, at least be one of the assassins. Um, and I, I think he would be a good fit for that. I think he, that would be a really good fit for him. Or if not too much acting is required, then it's perfect for Scott Atkins. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, okay, can you find, especially if it's got to be European, I mean, can you find a better European martial artist out there to put on television? Like, I mean, to put on a movie, like, I can't think of anybody else that would be better than Scott Atkins if it doesn't require a lot of acting. If you've got to yeah. act, then Atkins is not the right person. But if we're talking about 90% action, give me Scott Atkins. I mean, that's mostly what um, Assassin's Creed. Well, yeah, but, on a, t- anyway. but I mean, on a TV show, like, it's it's got to be more than that to keep going, you know? Yeah, but I think I think you can pull it off where he has minimal. Because I mean, the video games are basically just like all the other characters are kind of doing the acting, right? So like, if you can kind of keep that somehow, keep that in your script, um, and you're just kind of just the silent assassin that goes out and kills people, um, you can probably pull it off pretty easy. Yeah. I agree. It'll just, be interesting to see like what this show looks like. I agree because I because if it's yeah. if it's a mess, then <laughs> then that's the second attempt at it, and we're done. Right? And like, it could right. easily be a mess. Yeah, because I was just thinking about that. Because like, didn't they do like a they cartoon did? Yeah, they did try version? this before. This is not the first. They tried attempt. a movie with Fastbender. Yes, and that was horrible. Yeah. And and, and mm, yeah, that's right. You I forgot mean, about that oh, movie. Man. That movie was so that one bad. Came out the vault. I, had, I, yeah, I put that was, one in the vault. It that was yeah. really to come bad. out. And, and so that was for me. Like I was like, man, Fassbender kind of was a good pick for that at the time. Well, he's got the look. He has the yeah. look, definitely. And part of the problem was they gave away all the good action scenes in the trailer. Like you didn't need to watch the movie. No, because all the good stuff was. They even did the whole yeah. suit. You know the whole. Um, you know, Jumping out the suicide dive or whatever. Like they showed all the good stuff in the trailer. The suicide dive's got to happen like five times, right? 
in an Netflix, in the Netflix show, it's got to happen like five times an episode. <laughs> it's like every. That's, that's the best like part of the game. Right? That's the best part of the game. <laughs> Swan dive right into a pile of hay, conveniently set there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be hilarious, actually. Oh Um, man, so good. I I don't, I don't, I just don't know how you make that story be episodic, and like you'd have to really because like it was supposed to be right, like with the first three originally. Ubisoft said this is we're we're making a trilogy, and this is the story, right? And like we're we're rebuilding these ancient memories to find the Knights Templars hidden treasure or whatever it was. Um, and it was like, it was yeah. a great story. Like, I know. I mean, I, that's what made me buy the game. I was like, just hearing the story. I was like, this sounds like an awesome game. Then I played it and I was like, this is super repetitive <laughs> and kind of boring. Um, <laughs> but you know, if you can just, if you can encapsulate that story and take out all the game elements, but of see it, that that, that that's the thing. Story. Like, so what? It's, it's a lot of rinse and repeat when you're playing it. But how can? So, but people are going to want to see really great action, and a lot of it's going to be. I mean, it's it's, it's a political assassination game, and we mm-hmm. saw what happened when you put too much politics in Star Wars, and everyone lost their minds, and everyone's angry about it. So. I mean, are we going to get a show where it's a whole bunch of political talking that every once in a while someone gets stabbed? Because that's what it sounds like is going to happen. Well, I mean, this is not the greatest example, but I'm thinking about like uh, National Oh, that's Treasure, definitely not a great example, right? but continue. <laughs> but I mean, the story that was there, like, you know what I mean? Like the, the Oh, so you, you're, you're talking about like, great story, poor execution. Can, okay, I got yeah. you. Yeah, I mean... You can like that storyline, like it kept you engaged for three movies, right? Even though it was like the, for the most part, it was like ah okay. Even if you, maybe you didn't I get didn't get out movies, the first, at movie, least for two. <laughs> that's just me, right? <laughs> like you're like oh this is pretty cool. Like the history, like if you dive deep into that stuff, right? And like telling the story, and then the history and everything, like that, and then the assassination parts are just more kind of the further right. the story somehow. Or change history or whatever. Um, I think you, you can make a great series out of it because there's so much history there, and then of course you know it's it's, it's historical fiction, so you make up your True. own stuff on top of that. And I mean, you can tell that in, in a series, a season or two. Or it's it's Netflix whatever. though; they'll just they'll cancel it after one year. Yeah, that's yeah. what they do. It doesn't I mean, matter what they do. Netflix good, will cancel it after a year because it's Netflix. Like, wait, wait, people <laughs> right, like yeah. this? Oh, wait, yeah. but it costs why would we, money. Why would we get invested in a show past one season if we're Netflix? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my only that's, that's my only good. thing with this is if it's Netflix, it's not going to be around long enough for me to care. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like they they gotta yeah they gotta tell the story and finish it right and well, instead of like maybe right, two. And if it, it, if, I mean, like, but honestly, it, it really perfect. shouldn't go past two or three. No, but you know how these things go. Um, usually, I mean, outside of yeah. Netflix. I mean, <laughs> unless they really expanded it, unless they expanded to like Australia, into Africa, into Asia, and you know, other places. If it stays Eurocentric, then. Well, I mean, that's what they were kind of trying to do with Black Flag, right? That's they true. Bring it to- I forgot about that. Yeah, America. Um, that didn't go well. Like colonial America. So, um, I mean, well, a lot of people. That's, that's true. Favorite, a lot of people do love it. It's like you loved it or hated it. The series. 
Yeah, not me. Yeah. <laughs> not me. <laughs> it wasn't my favorite either. I mean, honestly, I, I like. I, it's I, those first. Those first two games are the best. Favorite. They're the OG ones. Those are the ones yeah, the I like. Two. Those are the ones that I watched and played when I was in college and high school. Right. Yeah. The yeah, new the ones didn't here. feel the part. But um. Yeah. See, I, but um, if I'm them, I, mean, I skipped the whole lot. But those stories. See, if I'm them, I've skipped the whole live action part because you have a lot more leeway if you go animated and or an anime version, Um, and maybe an animated version to keep it have a more PG option, and an anime version for your more hardcore. I want to see the blood and slash and sex and all that stuff. Um, I think you could just do more, do maybe a a half an hour show um, compared to a forty five minute drama, and. Do anime style, 25 minutes, get more content, get more episodes, and not oversaturate the story Mm. that's, I mean, granted, it's kind of limited as far as what you can do, and there's only so many, there's only so many major historical figures that you can assassinate or kill to change history, and there's only so many you can really do. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why I think they should have stuck to three games. And, but, I mean, <laughs> who am I? We're just people. Um, we're just fans, y'all. <laughs> yeah. We're just I agree. Guys talking on that's what I we agree. do. Bunch of nerds. <laughs> they just keep stealing our um, ideas, but, you know, I digress. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I definitely think it could be successful if you kind of come at it from that angle and really tell the story, like, t- you know, because you'll get all the history nerds, you get all the like the people who That's are true. into that stuff, um, historical fiction people. You'll get them just because they're like, oh man, you know, whatever it is, American Revolution, the Renaissance, whatever you want to, you know, whatever era you want to go into, um, you kind of get to tell that story and from your own angle, and then the action is just kind of the icing on the yeah. cake. Like, oh yeah, and we get to see some good well, action. Okay, too. so okay, I'm cool. gonna say if they do it. With the writing level of a man in the high castle, so okay. that's a so good, that's a better example. So if, that yeah, I so, think so if each season is like okay, what if um, they assassinated Mark Anthony instead of Caesar, and they like it's going to be better, so we're going to kill Mark Anthony and instead of Caesar, and Caesar's going to live, or we kill Brutus instead of Caesar, something like that. Um, Whatever, kill Mark Anthony and make Caesar get mad, and he decides to establish power and blah 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 blah. Like, and then next season it's, um, uh, I don't know, um, assassinating King Henry to blah 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 blah. And then the next season it's something else. Like, if you do one one major assassination that you have to do to change X, Y, and Z throughout that season, you do that three or four times. You could probably have a successful show if it's the writing on the par of a man in the high castle, and that's going to be a lot of political, um, intelligent, you know, historically fictional um, referenced content. That if they don't take really good care of how they write it, it will then flop because it can't be. As action based as probably most people will expect it to be, you're going to have to be really smart, very cerebral as far as when you kill, how you kill, and how much action you do. And if people are going to go into it expecting to see a whole bunch of running on the walls and 
jumping back and forth in suicide diving, then it's just going to be it's going to be like that trash movie. But if you do like a Man in the High Castle, where you're trash where movie. every episode you're seeing, you know, of a let's say let's say it's a forty five minute drama and five minutes maximum of that forty five minute episode is actually action. And the rest is setting up why they're taking set actions. Then you probably have something to go with. That's a, that but that means I just me. that means I just took I'd Scott Atkins it. out of my cast because he can't act his way out of a brown paper bag. No. Um, as much as I love the guys, actually yeah. can't. Act. I ex- I accept your way. That's the way I want to go. <laughs> That's the way you want to go. That's the way I'll I go. I endorse that. We've got a consensus, Jakes. We've got a consensus. We did it. Awesome. On time. Nice. We did it. It only took us two hours to come to a consensus. How about that? (laughs) Well, Jeeks, thank you for enduring us going down the rabbit hole. And that's going to be it for this episode of the original Jeek podcast that we created to bless your earballs. Special thanks to our guest, Max Moser of the Infinity Bros podcast. Before we go again, Max, please remind them where they can follow you on the social medias. You can follow me at MaxMoser73. You can check out all our stuff on TheInfinityBros.com. Uh, it'll take you where you need to go from there. But it's easy, TheInfinityBros.com. Check us out. And uh, thanks again for having me on, guys. This has been a blast. You guys are a blast and a lot of fun. I want to go down many more rabbit holes with you, hopefully, in the future. Oh, we are looking forward to it. Because we're going to hold you to playing that oh, Knights yeah. of the Old Republic. <laughs> I know you will. Now I'm kind of nervous. i got to go like, get that game now, man. $5. If you haven't played the game, Cheeks, it's $5. <laughs> dollars in the app store trust me you will it's worth it is worth 10 times that much get the game play the game tell us how you like it tweet us mention it in the community whatever but i am your host rocky mr magic he is unique DNA. and we know jeeks that we could not do this journey this jeek thing we do without you so please continue to rate and review the show on your podcasting app of choice we are on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher Castbox, man it's more and more and if you can't find us email us jeeknation at gmail.com or message us on twitter ig now as well as facebook and until next time peace peace I make an entrance, so back with uh, Come on, cut for me. Oh, yeah. Whoa, slow down. A big thank you to Rockin', DJ Magic, and Unique DNA, and of course their guest, Max Moser, for sharing this podcast with us. It made a fantastic LTN spotlight for this Christmas week. Make sure you go find them on all the socials, the original Jeek podcast. Find them on all the socials, follow them, go subscribe to their podcast. Get that podcast in your life. That's what I'm trying to tell you. We are honored to have them on LTN Radio today. We got one more LTN Spotlight coming your way on Wednesday, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Don't miss it. Before we go, Jesus loves you, nerd. Nerd.